This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, October 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A second night of unrest broke out in the city of Philadelphia following the police shooting death of Walter Wallace Jr. Police said 27-year-old Wallace Jr. had a knife and ignored orders to drop the weapon before officers fired shots Monday afternoon. His parents said Tuesday night that the officers knew their son was in a mental health crisis because they had been to the family's house three times on Monday. The Wallace family attorney, Shaka Johnson, said uh, the man's wife, Dominique Wallace, is pregnant and is scheduled to have labor induced on Wednesday. Two of Wallace's nine children briefly spoke at a news conference late Tuesday along with Walter Wallace's mother and father. When you come to the scene where somebody is in a mental crisis and the only tool you have to deal with it is a gun, where are the proper tools for the job, Johnson said, arguing that Philadelphia police officers are not properly trained to handle mental health crisis. Johnson said Wallace's brother called 911 to request medical assistance and an ambulance. Video captured Wallace Jr.'s altercation with officers before he was killed. Put down the knife, put the knife down, one officer can be heard saying. Police said two officers fired their weapons and struck Wallace Jr. multiple times after he would not drop the knife. Both officers were wearing body cameras and were taken off street duty pending the investigation. Authorities say the officers did not have tasers. About 500 people gathered at a West Philadelphia park Tuesday night and began marching peacefully through the neighborhood, chanting and demanding the names of the officers who opened fire. After overnight looting in West Philadelphia, hundreds of people were back out ransacking businesses by nightfall. Hundreds of people could be seen running in and out of businesses along Aramingo Avenue in the city's Port Richmond section, including a footlocker, a Burlington target and a dollar general one person could be heard yelling we're going christmas shopping some could be seen with their hands full of merchandise jumping into cars before police arrived one person was seen pushing a washing machine on a dolly they were taking everything there someone was walking down the street with a plant with a plant yeah a house plant yeah it just it didn't they were just grabbing Whatever. whatever and walking out with it um yeah i saw the dude with the hand truck the hand and, truck yeah, and, yeah. Uh, a full washing, washing machine, machine mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. There was no immediate word of arrest Tuesday, but as a result of Monday's unrest, police say 76 people were arrested for burglary, including three with guns. 11 were arrested for assaulting police officers and three were arrested for failure to disperse. There are still several ongoing investigations not included in those numbers, the police chief said. Uh, Police are urging residents in seven districts in the northern and western sections of the city to remain indoors. No curfew was issued for the city on Tuesday night. Philadelphia health officials on Tuesday echoed similar sentiments from leaders across the country and recommended residents cancel their planned holiday gatherings. We're not going to get past this epidemic by Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, or Christmas. Family gatherings right now are simply very dangerous. Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said these are not normal times. Farley said the number of new coronavirus infections is growing so quickly that Philadelphia is losing the ability to adequately trace the contacts of everybody who is testing positive and may have to impose restrictions on activity. Farley said that contract uh, contact tracers are unable to reach out to every new person testing positive. As a result, city officials may resort to managing some cases through guidance or asking people who tested positive to reach out to some of the people with whom they may have had contact with while contagious. The city is also considering uh, considering imposing some restrictions, Farley said. 
He said officials anticipate increases of the infection in Philadelphia, which means uh, we're entering a difficult and dangerous period of the epidemic, he said. On Tuesday, the Pennsylvania Department of Health said that they confirmed more than 2,750 additional positive cases, the largest daily increase to date. Governor Tom Wolf, speaking at a separate news conference Tuesday, said that despite the upsurge in cases, hospitalization rates are still well below April's spike. In sports this morning... The sports good. We're sure it's Double. correct information. Double check. Did the Yankees win the World Series? In Game Six of the World Series, the LA Dodgers. Lou Gehrig retired today. I considered making the whole thing up this morning, but stuck to the facts. The LA Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays last night in Arlington to win their first championship since 1988. Yeah. The Dodgers beat the Rays three to one behind a strong effort from their bullpen. The six reliever with six relievers combining for a seven and third scoreless innings after starter Tony Gonsolin gave up a solo home run in the first. LA won the series four to two. Corey Seager became the most valuable player of the World Series after earning the honor for the National League Championship Series, just as Oral Hershire did when the Dodgers won the World Series title in 1988. Close. In football news, what? Hershiser. Oh. It's all good. Don't worry about it. It's in football good. news. If you're more familiar with his brother, Anal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In football news, Everson Griffin is headed back to the NFC North. The Dallas Cowboys traded the defensive end to the Detroit Lions in exchange for a conditional six-round draft pick for the Cowboys. The trade allows them to send half of the $6 million in salary to the Lions. The deal means the Eagles won't face the veteran pass rusher in this Sunday's uh, game against the Cowboys because of COVID-19 protocols. Griffin's debut with the Lions is expected to be on November 8th against the Minnesota Vikings. And the first place Philadelphia Union are back in action tonight with the game at home against the Chicago Fire. The Union have a 12 wins of 40, 41 points on the season and hold a slight edge over Toronto for first place in the Eastern Conference with only three matches remaining in the regular season. Tonight's match is set to begin at 7.30. Thank God for the Union, right? And yeah. That's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thanks, Kath. So, yep, it's a Wednesday morning. Got a couple of things that we do on Wednesdays that we will continue to do today. We'll go live on Fox Good Day at about 7.55 a.m. We'll see if that's going to be weird or normal or however <laughs> today, but we will get to that later on. We also have a secret text word, and this is cool. We have a chance for you to uh, win a digital download of Beetlejuice. So just uh, text word secret to 39333, and we're going to send a word back to you. We'll ask you to call in later on with that word. Designated caller wins that, and then we'll grab a random texter, too, to check out Beetlejuice. Yes, if you haven't seen it by this point, yeah, it's a fun movie. I it's haven't fun. seen it in a while. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll up on the, uh, the old thing to watch this weekend. <laughs> exactly. Maybe what? The old know. thing, you know. Thing. It right. holds up. It's, it's still, it does? It's still fun. I watched it with it's Ben. Uh, Tim Burton, man. It's great. And and uh, Michael Keaton is, is just as funny now as he was then. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, then we also have a guest on the program. We have Stacy Keach, legendary actor, who's going to be joining us today. Uh, Steve and I were just talking about his turn in uh, American History X. Oh, man. Oh, the wow. same guy in American History X who's this neo-Nazi is also the funniest thing in Cheech and Chong's first movie. Oh my God. And I, I do want to ask him how that happened. How, oh my did, God. how did he get on board with Cheech yeah. and Chong uh, and the first movie? So we will chat with him around 9 o'clock. 
Uh, we also have a Thursday night Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff event that's taking place. And we have the Irish Horn, who's going to be stopping by there, in Richborough, PA. And they have some gift cards that you can win. So we have a chance to call in and win that. And also, don't forget, you can go to WMMR.com slash Bud Light. And you can enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the President's Steve Show to you. So they'll bring in some goodies and uh, we'll do some giveaways with them. Uh, these things and more are taking place. So we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Super Question Entertainment News. That stuff is on the way. We are back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Such a dumbass. I should have I was I should have used that as a stupid question. Oh. Use it now and just make it the easiest stupid no. question we've ever done. No, I will not do it. I will not do it. I'm gonna do a legit stupid question. So we're gonna give away, by the way, a uh, the doors, Morrison Hotel, 50th anniversary deluxe edition digital download. Uh so my wife's birthday yesterday, uh she wanted to have sushi. So we got we, we went and grabbed sushi. And so my question revolves around that. Um, so when you order a sushi roll, they will serve you, uh, a side of ginger. What is, how is that ginger prepared? In what way is that prepared? 215-263. What's special about that ginger? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Is ginger, you, ginger is used for figging, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Okay, all right. You shove that up your butt and yeah, get a, yeah. a did you, did tingling you do sensation. That we did not do that. <laughs> Happy birthday. You, yeah. you, you can't. You wouldn't be able to do it because of the way this is prepared. So, oh, okay, because people are watching. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Today is Wednesday, October 28th. Birthdays today. We got some biggies. Caitlyn Jenner oh turns another year older. Oh, my God. Don't even say how old I am. I'm just so embarrassed. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but you're 71 years oh, old. Oh, so God. The big uh, 70 was last year, obviously, but uh, soldiering forward. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go out bear hunting with a crossbow. Uh, when she was stilettos. Bru- when she was Bruce Jenner, she won the gold medal in 1976 for the decathlon. She was the premier athlete in the world yeah. at the uh, time, as far as track and field is it didn't concerned. Get, it was the, just amazing, as yeah. all-American as mm-hmm. can be. Yeah, so uh, she was is featured on uh, one of the episodes of The Cabin with Burke, Burke Reischer. Reischer. And there, there was a few things about... The machine. About, yeah, there was a few things about uh, her winning that decathlon that I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, she was virtually unknown. Uh, you no, know, on case. Yeah, it's going into it, but also, like, she was, like, not in the lead the whole time. Like, she really had to come from behind and okay. had to smoke somebody in, in that uh, run. In the, was it, I don't know if it's a 1,600 meter or whatever, but, okay. like, basically had to beat them by, like, two minutes. Not two minutes, but by and a lot. And I did lot. a lot with a penis. And did it all with a penis. <laughs> Which can get in it the way. It can get in the way. Uh-huh. Chafing uh, like crazy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would like to actually go back and, and watch <laughs> Bruce Jenner's uh, accomplishments of that particular It's amazing. Uh, it was, yeah. And also, um, Caitlin seems very happy. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I, I would love to be able to interview Bert Kreischer said uh, she was uh, a blast yeah. and yeah. fun and, and gets it and has fun with it. Yeah. Let me ask you a question uh, because, you know, now we, we say she, but when you're talking about Bruce in the Olympics... <laughs> You refer to Bruce. Bruce but yeah, I think you could probably do. Pronoun? I think you probably do either or case at okay. that point when you're talking about uh, the the former. I mean, he competed as a man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So okay. anyhow, so knock it off, Caitlin. <laughs> Seventy-one. Yeah. Exactly. Shut up already. Shut up already. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix also has a birthday today. 
Uh, Joaquin turns 46 years old uh, and has done amazing things in his career. Uh, so Joker was his last big success, won the uh, the Oscar for it. Um, but you saw the movie, right? Yeah. Intense. Yeah, he was great. Great party movie. Uh, it's it's hard to watch. Yeah. But he was, he was excellent in what he does as an actor. He was excellent in that. Uh, so he's 46 years old today. It's also Julia Roberts' birthday today. I told you some biggies were celebrating. Julia Roberts and yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, she's... Uh, Fifty-three. Do you? Uh, where, where do you stand on Julia Roberts? Kathy, I, do you hate her? Or oh, no, you're yeah. talking to me. Sorry. No, I love Julia Roberts. Okay, in person, yeah. I like her, but you know, I've always said they they overplayed how the stunningly gorgeous she oh is. My she, God. she is a beautiful woman. She is, but she's not. I don't think she's the goddess that they play her out to be a lot of times. And she's a phenomenal actress. Hopefully one day we'll get the opportunity to tell her that. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? You're not as hot as you think. Uh, <laughs> she's 53. Andy Richter. Always loved Andy Richter. He's great. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is 54. Andy! You ever see him fight a kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> no, what is think, that from? I think I brought this up maybe two or three years ago. He had a show. It was actually a pretty funny sitcom. It was great. It was yeah. It was it was a critical yeah. success. Is and it no one watched the it. Universe? Andy, Some, yeah, Andy something like that. The universe. Rules the universe. Yeah, or? and uh, it, I believe it was on Fox, maybe on even on Sundays or whatever after the Simpsons. But there was an episode where he fought a kangaroo, and I found it to be one of the funniest moments of TV. I'll have to watch for that. He's fifty four. Uh, longtime crush of mine, Jamie Gertz, uh, has a birthday today. Love her. Yeah, yeah she's uh, celebrating her 55th birthday. Lost Boys was on last oh. night. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Star. It's, it, it, star. She was also in Space Camp with Joaquin Phoenix, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, who has a, they share. They, I wonder if they had a little birthday party on the set. Mm. You yeah. know, what? she also she was on a sitcom recently um, where they lived in the neighborhood with uh, aliens, and they were the one human family. Oh, and okay. It was actually very funny, and she was very funny. Also today, Lauren Holly turns uh, fifty-seven today. Another looker. Yep, uh, Dumb and Dumber, obviously, yep. Casey, and that's where her and Jim Carrey met, and I forgot that they were married at one point. Uh, were they married or just a... It says former wife of Jim Carrey. Really? So I guess maybe they uh, mm. they tied the knot at some point. That's crazy. She po- <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm going to hang around for a little bit. All right. She pops on up on the CSI franchise, I think, from time to time, or, or NCI. Maybe it's NCI. UPS? Or UPS. Maybe she's uh, she uh, wears the brown and delivers <laughs> packages. Uh, she's 57. Uh, Dennis Franz, uh, you know from NYPD Blue, Hill Street Blues, uh, movies throughout the years. Uh, he is 76 years old. Die Hard 2. Let's see, he plays yeah. the, uh, the obnoxious the cop. But McLean wins him over. Of course he does. Hey, it's Bill Gates' birthday today. Uh, hey, I watched him on an episode of uh, My Guest Needs No Introduction or whatever that's called, yeah. uh, the David Letterman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, seems kind of like a... He's awkward. A, a giant nerd. Yeah, but I mean, well, uh, he's he, got some money. <laughs> yeah. um, I think he has Asperger's. Oh, okay. So I, I thought that was the, the deal. But uh, yeah, so he's socially awkward. And um, that's why he might come off as a nerd. Well, I'll tell you something, too. And this is a warning to all you kids listening. He did not get a diploma. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it can impact your future. Was it, That was kind of a riff in uh, Silicon Valley. There was this uh, tech giant uh, genius who... Would go to and give these uh, seminars on why you should not go to college, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And there are professors in the audience going, "You're an idiot! What, what is wrong with you? Why are you here?" Uh, Annie Potts turned 68 years old today. Wow, she's going to be in the reboot for Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, and she's yeah. on uh, Young Sheldon. Uh, is she really? She, yeah, she plays okay. her Mima. He plays. She plays his Mima. Uh, she was, had a run on Designing Women as well. She was Mary Jo. Uh, she's 68. Last birthday. Save the best for last. It's Justin Guarini's birthday oh! today. Yeah. How 
our friend, and uh, also known as Lil Sweet. <laughs> oh, the new Lil Sweet commercials are amazing. I haven't seen the new They're ones. They're great. There's a whole bunch of new ones. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, an old girlfriend of mine who I uh, stay in contact with via social media a few years ago dressed up as Lil Sweet for Halloween. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> yep, exactly. There you go. Uh, Justin is celebrating his 42nd birthday today. Happy birthday, Justin Guarini. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. When you order sushi, you get a side of ginger. How's that ginger prepared? 215-263-WMMR. Going to Megan for the answer. Hey, Megan. Hi. It's pickled. It is pickled. Very good, Megan. Hang on. Pickled ginger. We And Rochelle eats it by the pound. She will eat all of the pickled ginger on all the plates. She loves it. Yeah, it's like a palate cleanser. You're yeah. supposed to have it in between the different flavors because it completely wipes everything away. But she just devours that stuff. So uh, we are going to set Megan up with the Doors Morrison Hotel 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition digital download with 30 songs, including 19 previously unreleased outtakes. A two-CD, one-LP set is also available in stores now, and that's courtesy of Rhino.com. Well, the big news is somebody's getting married. Yeah. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are taking their relationship to the next level. You were just asking about this. Yes, yes. I was wondering. It seemed like years they'd been together, and, and, and they hadn't moved. But, you know, he was scarred by his relationship with Miranda Lambert. Uh, the Lovebirds announced their engagement on Tuesday with a sweet photo that uh, Stefani had shared on her Instagram, capturing the special moment that Shelton proposed. <laughs> voice that's that's my favorite shelton song uh he wrote uh she wrote yes please with a little ring and little prayer hands and yeah yes i will (laughs) and then she She said yeah and then she wrote gx what does that mean uh great xylophone okay yeah i have no idea sure maybe it was just a typo it may, right? You know, where yes. did she write it? She's trying to write Blake. Right here, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> right. Ring, then the hands together, and then GX. She said so GX. It's, it's not a hug and kiss. It's a, huh. I, I don't know. Anyhow, uh, multiple sources tell people that the two recently got engaged in Oklahoma. Remember the story I, was, I mentioned the other day? They said they had Thanksgiving. Yeah. And she said they were celebrating a whole bunch of different things. That had to have been part of that as well. I think so as well. So his, his home, I guess their home together is in Oklahoma? When the wind comes running I, down the plains? I'm not mm. sure, Steve. Um, they fell in love on the set of The Voice in 2015. They connected over their then-recent breakups and respective divorces. Uh, recently, after winning the CMT Music Award for Best Collaborative Video for their duet Nobody But You this month... Uh, the track, which Shelton said, was a project that brought them closer together. The country singer shared that he and his girlfriend were ready to uh, for the next leap in their relationship. Uh, I didn't even know they did to do it. Um, he said, we've been together for five years now, believe it or not. Five. Uh, we've worked together and we've written together. So at this point in our relationship, we're always looking for what's the next thing that we haven't accomplished yet. So he'd said that uh, last month. I like him. She's amazing. Uh, it, yeah, I think they got the I think they got it. They get the the potential to go the distance. For me, every time you say Blake Shelton, I think of the one skit he did on SNL, which was a song called "The Wishing Boat." Oh, oh yeah, yes! it was one of the funniest. It's a parody of country western songs. I need to see yeah. that. And and he, it's hilarious. It's about a magical cowboy boot. Yeah, yeah. and it's the funniest goddamn thing. So uh, just getting back to GX, it can mean uh, good times. Okay, GX, and GXG, I just found out means girl on girl. So maybe she's oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh. Well, she left out a G. Damn it. He proposed D D D A.
Because um, Urban Dictionary says it's Generation Next. Generation Next, Generation wow. uh, X Wait, is a well, possibility. DVDA. Steve, they're bringing in three other guys to celebrate. Uh, Gwen got, brought some buddies over. This is uh, Sanchez and this is uh, Nikki. Uh, wow. Uh, so... They, uh, the, the, for the pop star's October 3rd birthday, by the way, Shelton had posted on Instagram that he could spend the rest of his life with her. He said, it's a special day for a special lady in my life. Happy birthday, Gwen. I'd write a song for you every single day if I could. And she posted, I'm not sure about this. (laughs) And in September, just kind of backtracking on how this was all leading up to this, uh, she made a virtual appearance on Jimmy Come Alive and corrected guest host, uh, Dua Lipa about the status of her relationship. Uh, with Blake uh, because uh, Dua Lipa had said, so I hear that you've been spending quarantine with your husband, Blake Shelton, at the ranch in Oklahoma. And she, had, uh, Stefani had commented, um, well, he's not my husband, but that sounded cool when you said it. Uh-huh. So all the were there leading up to this. Um, and she then explained that uh, she and Shelton had been isolating in Oklahoma with her sons Kingston, Zuma, and Apado. Uh, along yeah. with uh, more family members. Zuma, okay, that's a cool name. Yeah. Uh, like Apollo. Like the beach and Apollo. like uh, Apollo. Uh, I just thought, Kingston, you. I just thought uh, Kingston was a pretty cool name, too. So they, yeah, they did they did good. She and... Uh, uh, Apollo. No. Uh, Zuma. No. Gavin. Gavin, oh, thank you. I got you, bro. Thanks, man. I'm thinking uh, Gavin Bush. Yeah. But that's not his name. <laughs> Gavin <laughs> Bush. That's the yeah. So what if a guy threw an alternative record? <laughs> 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 Started watching the new season of The Voice with yeah. my family on Saturday. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it's, are you okay? I'm okay. I, I like that stuff. I like singing contests. You know, you like, you know yeah. I, I'm kind of a sucker for it. Who are the but, judges? Uh, so, and the judges this year are super palatable. It's it's John Legend's Blake, it's Gwen, and it's Kelly Clarkson. Okay, and so those guys are, are pretty palatable. But w- at one point, hey, do they rib each other? They do. Oh, that's great. You should have seen at one point. Uh, one of the judges was going to turn around, but Gwen blocked him, oh! and so he couldn't turn oh, around. Oh wow! It was crazy, man. That sounds great. Yeah, it was great. But at one point, uh, nobody turned around for this one singer, and she was really, really good. And Gwen, she was like, I just. When somebody like that yeah. doesn't have a judge around, it makes me wonder how I even had a career. Yeah. And it, I'm like, you're right. It's very touching. Yeah. I'm like, well, your band kind of helped you out there. Well, yeah. There are other ways to uh, to get ahead. So, all right. Let's move along. Following the announcement of her pregnancy, Emily Ratajkowski uh, has... I never really fully learned how to pronounce her last name. Yeah. I always say Ratajkowski. I Rata... did. Yeah. What? That's Rata... right. Ratajkowski. Oh, okay. Uh, has taken to Instagram to share pics of her baby bump for her fans. And in a series of posts, she poses nude while cradling her bump, uh, sharing that she is 20 weeks into the pregnancy and writing that she is getting to know her bo- her new body. Uh, she also appears on the cover of Vogue, uh, where she rocks a silky dress while holding her bump. And I'm writes, getting to know my new body. And writes, thank you, Vogue magazine, for this very special cover. So I love when women that don't really have the bump yet will kind of curve their yes, back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> uh, now, on the whole baby thing, Maggie Grace, the actress, is a mom now. Ah. Uh, the former Lost actress, and of course you remember from Taken, she was the most spoiled, rotten brat in the world, uh, has... I want you to know that I'm a grandfather now. <laughs> has given <laughs> a special set of burping skills. Uh, she's given birth to her first child, a son with husband Brent Bushnell. So this, um, so the majority of this obviously was happening. We talk about the uh, the phenomenon of the quarantine babies and the quarantine marriages. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, the shift to parenthood she had written has been the most profound and beautiful experience of my life. 2020 is a wild time to have a baby. We long to offer him a better, more compassionate world, and we want to equip him uh, to make it better. Let's elect our leaders kids can look up to. Please vote. So she added that in it. And, uh, yeah, I always liked her. I always uh, liked her in some of the, uh, especially... In Lost, she was great. She was great. Uh, Lost, yeah. and she was Ian great. Summerholder. In the first Taken, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, great yeah. movie. It is a great movie. The second one is, it. It starts yeah. to become absurd, and then the, the eventual follow-ups are ridiculous. Well, press if you want to see her completely different from what you know her, completely I was naked. Say naked. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> but there, there might be some footage of her naked out there somewhere. Uh, completely different from her characters on Lost and Taken. She has an arc on Fear the Walking Dead where I, oh, didn't, I didn't even know, know because her hair's darker, it's shorter, and she plays a badass. So okay. is, she, is she the captain of this arc, or is she... Um... No, no. Uh, that's oh, no a story arc. arc. Yeah, okay. story arc. But it's not like... It's so it's probably two or three seasons into the series right. that, you, that you actually meet her. Okay. So. Uh, get ready to scream at your screen this Halloween. Uh, the incomparable Tim Curry who played Dr. Frankenfurter and, of course, the cult classic Rocky Horror Picture Show, is hosting a screening on the film just in time for Halloween. Now, he had a stroke back in 2013. What's his status now? Because he, he, he's he's actually been on to a few events. as his pre-COVID, obviously. But, he's, uh, he's in a wheelchair. I know right. that. Yeah. But how is his I, I don't know. This, this is his first appearance. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're going to find out. I, I would imagine, see, you know, after seeing some pictures of him, probably his speech is affected. Uh, so we'll have to see about that. But I think it's great that he's he's able to do this. The screening has meaning, though. It will benefit the Wisconsin Democratic Party of Battleground State in the upcoming election. He's also going to be joined by an all-star cast. So Wilmer Valderrama, Lance Bass, Rosario Dawson, and David Arquette will be a part of the whole thing. We're looking at a picture of him, Steve, and it does look like it's a little bit of a part, slide. Part of his face has uh. is drooped down. So um, I was just watching uh, Red October over the weekend, and he plays the, he's great. the ship's doctor. And yeah. he's, he's a great actor, so I'm glad he's able to do something. While many spent their 2020 birthdays in their pajamas while on Zoom, Kim Kardashian, of course, as we've talked about, rented out a private island for the week. Uh, a birthday celebration, and TMZ reports that, Kim, I have some of the details on what went some on there. Some of the deets? Uh, yes, thank you. The deets. Kim flew 40 of her friends and family on private planes. And Scott! Where each was handed keys to their own private villa on the beach. Mm-hmm. Including, included on the list were Chris, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall, Lala, Anthony, Cor- <laughs> Corey Gamble, MBAs, uh, Devin Booker and Tristan Thompson, as well as Scott and Mason Disick. And it seems that Kanye was not present for Kim's actual birthday as he had some work commitments. All you would have had to have done is reconnoiter the Navy missile testing. Right. We got one shot. Wrong island. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I, Caitlin wouldn't have been there. Who no, would like safe, totally. Yeah. I don't begrudge anybody for having success. No. And, and I don't care that she went on vacation. I think it's good for her for going on the 40th uh, trip. The way that she posted these things on social media yesterday, I took offense to. It got blown well, totally 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 back. Yeah. yeah, it got a little blowback. And it should, because it was really tone deaf, and people are going through some really difficult times, and she yes. rented out this private island, and the you, the word she used over and over again, which really pissed me off, was humbled. And like, you, you're, you're not you're humbled. Not using <laughs> that correctly. If you were humbled, you wouldn't show these photos. Exactly. You that, that would be you would be embarrassed uh, yeah. to show uh, this this lifestyle if that were true. I don't like getting pissed off at social media posts. I think it's a, a waste of energy. This yeah. one pissed me off. Uh, she did take some COVID precautions, though. Oh, good. All guests had to quarantine. What did she do? All guests had to quarantine for two weeks before the trip and get multiple tests, <laughs> right. which I'm sure they did absolutely 
Not at a letter, all. right? Yeah, not I'm at sure all. they gave them tests, but I sure. doubt yes. all of the guests were like, no, no, I'm going to stay in for two weeks. Right, right. All right, good news for fans of the Bayside High gang from the late 1980s, early 90s. The Saved by the Bell gang is back, most of them, and a new trailer shows the first look. Marissa, did you have a chance to, I want to make sure she saw the trailer. <laughs> it's good. It's oh, good. Yeah. It is I'm good. Actually- a list of all the Easter eggs that I found in it. Oh, really? Like, uh, Mr. <laughs> oh, no, I just forgot his name. Um, no, 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 uh, Mr. Dewey. He I don't was even know this, who that is. Uh, exactly. He was this off-the-cuff teacher that maybe appeared in like 10 or 12 episodes, and I paused it and went frame by frame in the <laughs> trailer because I thought I spotted him, and he's there. Oh, that's great. Um, Excellent. It's from the people who did 30 Rock, which is cool, and uh, the trailer is pretty funny. They're, they're, uh, even me, not the, uh, not the complete fan that Marissa is, Noticed a couple things in it, so it. Uh, What'd you pick up on? Any, any? Uh... Yeah. Well, they have. Um, for, for example, they're doing. Um, it's sort of a hybrid. It's not as. It's not taking these quasi-serious Cobra Kai route, but like right. uh, Zach is now a politician, and his son looks exactly like him. Uh, and there's a. You know, there, there are a lot of references to the show. The uh, best line of the trailer I found was at the end is uh, one of the students is talking to Slater, who's now the, the gym teacher at the school, right. and says, I want to be just like you when I grow up, Mr. Slater. He goes, S- uh, uh, single adult with no kids who, who likes to party with teenagers. <laughs> and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, they're at the restaurant. and it, uh, what, what was the name of the place I hung out at? Peach. Oh, wait, peach? No, That's right. the peach paper. I was going to peach paper. That was not what I wouldn't know. Marissa knows. It's the Max. Okay, yeah. so the Max. And so whenever they would talk in those scenes, whenever they'd say something, you'd always, the audience would always go, woo! Yes. And so um, oh, yeah. they're talking, and you hear, woo! And she says, stop um, eavesdropping. She goes, no, no, we're the acapella group. Yeah, they were practicing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta see this. Uh, also in the trailer is Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley. And by the way, yes, Mark Paul Gossler and Tiffany uh, Thiessen are reprising their roles of Zach and Kelly. Uh, the trailer looks deeper into the storyline as well, where Zach has become the governor uh, who closes several underfunded high schools, leaving area students to attend Bayside, where his son Mac attends school. Uh, who else is there? Well, Jesse's son Jamie, who is a student, and AC is the gym teacher. Uh, notable omissions include the other two members of the gang, Lisa Turtle and Screech. Um, oh. The show premieres November 25th. We have a, is this just the... Look, clip of the trailer. Yeah, not the whole trailer. Yo, Mama. Sorry, Dr. Mama. How do you think this year's going to go for these new students? I'm psyched. You, you look, look amazing and your hair's fire. My dad's also coming. That's Zach and his son saying the exact same thing at the same time, <laughs> talking about each other. I don't care about your dad, Spencer. I just care about Zach and Kelly. Um, so it looks fun. And the the last voice there uh, from, I forget the actor's John name. John Michael Higgins? Yes. Yeah. He's in him. it. Yeah, he's, he's great. great. He's great in everything. Yeah. So you know it's legit if you see him oh, in something. Oh, this looks great. So, yeah, it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so uh, it premieres November 25th on Peacock if you want to check that out. Let's circle back to the Kardashian-Jenner crew for just a moment. I probably should have said this a moment ago, but in a recent makeup tutorial on YouTube, Kylie Jenner commented on staying true to her personality, saying, as I got bigger and bigger, I realized when people used to say really mean things about how I really am, my personality, and what I love the most about myself, it would hurt me more than almost playing a character. So essentially, she's sad that she can't reveal her true personality. Oh, my God. I know. That tears me apart. I know. 
know. I should, I should have so, probably But that completely it. <laughs> it contradicts what Kim Kardashian said during her recent sit down with David Letterman, which, which is, is what? We're not playing characters. We're being ourselves. So but it, it means turns out they're a bunch her. of filthy liars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, this is good news. After four rounds of chemotherapy and two years of struggle, actor Chadwick Boseman's brother, Kevin, is in remission. Uh, he had had cancer. Oh, my God. And I don't know what type, Steve, uh, or how it said. Well, it says after four rounds and two years of a struggle. So imagine you and your brother oh are both going God. through that, and then your brother passes away. Um, it's amazing that he, you know, sometimes news like that can st- send you into a spiral. Yes. Uh, but he apparently is in remission. So good news for the uh, the Bozeman family. Uh, also good news for video game fans. Steve, Netflix is in the works to make a live action series based on Assassin's Creed. Yeah. By Ubisoft. So my, my sons love that game. The game was really good. Not every it, uh, version of the game, every, you know, there's subsequent uh, versions of it came out. I love the first one. It's trippy. It's weird. And then they made a movie, which wasn't all that good. With uh, Fassbender, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this will be the first show of several in a new series, including both an animated and anime series as well. The one problem with this game, Preston, was, and I, and I, I loved it, and the, the, the meticulous nature of the history, and it has a science fiction edge with history. But it's one of those games where <clears throat> you see the town in the, in the distance, it's going to take you the time it would take to actually get to that town on oh. horseback. It's like, <laughs> yeah. for Christ's sake, yeah. can yeah. we speed this up? Uh, after nearly a month of silence on Twitter, Chrissy Teigen has opened up about the loss of her husband, her not her husband, of her and her husband, John Legend's third child, Jack, in a deeply personal essay. The essay posted on October 27. Uh, she wrote that she had, quote, no idea that I would be ready to write this. Part of me thought that it would be early on when I was still really feeling the pain of what happened. Uh, she goes on to address what happened, saying, I wrote this because I knew for me I needed to say something before I could move on from this and return back to life. Uh, Jack will always always be loved. Uh, this is the first time that she has detailed the devastation of her loss, but she also managed to maintain her signature sense of humor, writing that the ordeal has made her, quote, an adult diaper expert. Hmm. Um, so she's commenting on it. Um, outside of, you know, posting the pictures initially. John Stewart is taking back his anchor chair in an untitled hour-long series, which will take an in-depth look at a single subject in each episode. Uh, they will hone in on topics that are, quote, currently part of the national conversation. I don't know that that's all the information I have on that. It's going to be on Apple TV. Uh, but, you know, I guess maybe he's kind of taking a... Uh, you know, like, like David, a Letterman, Letterman approach. coming yeah. back and being able to do a less rigid schedule and being able to uh, m- more hyper focus on what you want to do. Sounds like John Oliver's show. show. You know, John Oliver does a half hour show on uh, on HBO, which is also free on uh, YouTube every week. Um, but uh, you know, the, John Oliver has taken that approach, and it sounds and, and John Oliver got to start with John Stewart. Does he do a single subject in each episode? Usually, I mean, yeah, they focus on one that lasts about twenty twenty five minutes, and okay. then they'll uh, they'll have some jokes on either side of it. But so this will be an hour long one that he's just going to focus on one topic. So uh, not sure when that's going to debut, but we'll see about that later on. Lionsgate has announced a new action comedy titled Shotgun Wedding. Which will star Jennifer Lopez and Army Hammer, directed by Jason Moore. Man, Army Hammer. There's been like 50 Army Hammer stories. You're right. 
Uh, so the description says they are both incredibly funny actors that can also deliver on the action. But what sets this movie apart is the way their infectious chemistry commands the screen. It's completely you untrue. You can't take your eyes off them, it says. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, there you go. They're, they're incredibly funny. Mm-hmm. You know, them, you think of the, you put these two names out there, what are people thinking? Guffaws. Lopez and Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kazakhstan's tourism board has embraced Borat's famous catchphrase as their official slogan. And I'll explain. In light of the hugely successful release of Sasha Baron Cohen's sequel last week, the country's tourism board has aired a series of new ads featuring the fictional Kazakh reporter's most famous words, very nice. <laughs> so that's what the tagline is going to be that's in their using. ad campaigns. Very Kazakhstan, very mm. nice. The decision comes as a surprise after the country's government had previously banned Cohen's original Borat in 2006 over the mockumentary's depictions of the country. Uh, Karyat Sadvazov, the deputy chairman of the Kazakhstan Tourism Board, told the New York Times and COVID times when tourism spending is on hold, it was good to see the country mentioned in the media, not in the nicest way, but it's good to be out there. He said, we would love to work with Cohen or maybe even have him film here. After learning that Kazakhstan's tourism board had changed their tune about his franchise, uh, Sarge Baron Cohen had said in a statement, Borat is a comedy, and the Kazakhstan in the film has nothing to do with the real country. I chose Kazakhstan because it was a place that almost nobody in the U.S. knew anything about, which allowed us to create a wild, comedic, fake world. The real Kazakhstan is a beautiful country with a modern, proud society, the opposite of Borat's version. Well, in the tourism commercial, you do see other aspects of Kazakhstan. You know, obviously in the, in the Not movies, that tiny village. Right, it's, it's a tiny village with a goat, uh, and there's obviously full <laughs> metropolitan areas, and, and uh looks like a whole bunch of really impressive mountain range. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which they apparently bought and had shipped there. No, the, there's, uh, there's some beautiful architecture. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And all kinds of stuff. But it says, you see a woman looking around and go, wow, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think it's cool they've done that. And then one last thing. There is yet another streaming service coming. This one is from service provider T-Mobile, which is launching T-Vision starting next month. There will be three different versions available. T-Vision Live with live news, entertainment, sports channel at three tiers from $40, $50, and $60, depending on how many sports channels (laughs) are signed up for. T-Vision Vibe, which has about 30 channels from AMC, Discovery, and Viacom, but no sports for $10 a month. And TV Vision Channels, which allows customers to sign up for individual channel streaming services, starting with Stars, Showtime, and Epics. I am so mad right now! <laughs> uh, T-Vision will be available from T-Mobile wire- for T-Mobile Wireless customers as of November 1st, for Legacy Sprint customers as of November 13th, and for non-subscribers starting next you know, year. There's like a core. Obviously, we talk about the quarter of a billion things you're probably subscribed to and forgot you were subscribed oh, to. Yeah. It's just crazy. I haven't watched Disney Plus in yeah. a couple months probably. Well, stay with and, it now because there's some good shows on. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's the original programming yeah. of you need to see this show. And then it's like uh, Mandalorian starts on Friday. Friday. And so that's, yeah. uh, that's where we are. All right. We got some clips to play for you. Queen's Gambit, which is on Netflix, and I've watched it, and you should see it. It's a great show. I watched the first episode last night. Did you? On your right. recommendation, yeah. And it's, uh, so there you go. Another one yeah. that you need a subscription oh, you that was for. Caroline or your wife? Uh, nobody, actually. My oh, wife, and I didn't watch it. Oh, no. Uh, she did, Rochelle just watched, like, the last episode right. with me, uh, but I, I kind of watched it all on my own. 
Uh, it's a fictional drama series that explores the life of che- of a chess prodigy as she struggles to be the best to play the game. In this clip, Anya Taylor-Joy, who was here in our studio not long ago, uh, discusses the preparation she took to play this role. Here we go. I'm, like, figuring every character is different, and there is something magical that happens when a character is meant for you and when you are meant for her or you know however she identifies there's something magical that happens that i don't understand but like for instance for all of the chess matches intellectually i thought okay i'm gonna have to really learn these and then the way that we ended up doing it was five minutes prior to play someone would show me the sequences and then i would do it play you uh that's wild because her english accent is very mild in that clip right there Mm -hmm. when she was here in the studio i think it was a little bit more you know, and so she's an actress. So uh, she's, got a, she's got to flow in and out yeah, of those because yeah. in this she's American and there's no hint of it at all. So um, it's really good. The Queen's Gambit is streaming now on Netflix. Here's the next clip. The Voice has returned for its 19th season Casey. after being delayed due to the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. In this clip, Judge and newly engaged Gwen Stefani discusses adjusting to... Filming the show without a live audience. Here we go. We feel really lucky to be actually shooting, and we don't have an audience, but it was weirdly okay. Like, you can really hear the music. It's very intimate. Like, it, the reality part feels even more real because there's nobody there. So we just are us, like, completely, like, it feels a little more relaxed. This is special. Uh, the Voice airs Tuesday nights at 8, and that is on NBC. They did the prices Right last night. It was um, a, a new prices Right with Drew Carey, primetime, and they had it for uh, you know um, medical personnel and first responders and things like that. Right. And it was wild because, Preston, instead of obviously having the audience full and people stand up and come running out, yeah. they had pre-selected people. They came running out from behind the stage. Okay. But they were they were distanced and everything. But it was uh, it was a, a weird, different way to see the prices Right. Yeah, yeah. the crowd. The studio audience is a big part of that show. They pumped huge a huge part of that. They show. pumped a bit of that in there, okay. and I don't mind it. They do it on on um, Jeopardy, and they do it on a Wheel of Fortune. There's some audience, but they 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 goose it a bit. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, that's it. That's my entertainment report. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have a secret text word chance for you to win today. The digital download of Beetlejuice. So text word secret three nine three three three. We're going to have some giveaways with the Irish Horn, who is stopping in, courtesy. Of the Bud Light uh, Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night Home Game Gate kickoff. I'll give you details on that. We'll do some giveaways with them and some guests. We'll tell you more when we get back, so stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families staring food insecurity right in its face. Which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they rally together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. For those who go the extra mile, there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including Preston and Steve broadcasting live from your place and for your staff. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. I saw a uh, an article yesterday. It was kind of a um, 
a little look back into something that that I remember uh, fondly when I was a kid. Uh huh. And it was on CNN's website. It was just a short little thing. It kind of took me down memory lane for a moment. And I was curious if you guys ever remembered. It might be only Steve and I. The Holiday Inn Holodomes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't yeah. remember those? No. You don't remember those? Nope. Yeah. I. It was so. <laughs> the Holiday Inn created these indoor. It was all. I was telling my kids last night. It was like. Great Wolf Lodge, but without all the awesome slides and water features. It always reminded me of Logan's Run. You remember the uh, yeah. The, the, the bubble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Live underground. <laughs> all right, so it was essentially, it was the the hotel had a giant atrium in the yeah. middle. Oh okay. my god, I've I do remember this because I stayed at one, and so there was a pool in there, and it had all kinds of things like miniature golf and pool tables oh, and yeah. shuffleboard. And it was this big open area where if you stayed there, all right, kids, go ahead. Go do your thing. Yes. You know, and the kids would run around, and it was, I loved it. It was great. And especially if you had a room facing it, and you're up, mm. like, on the fifth or sixth floor. <laughs> and that's what it sounded yeah, like yeah, in yeah. there. It was this cavernous thing. Yeah. And you're right, Steve. If yeah. you stayed up, especially on one of those upper floors, you kind of would look out. <laughs> Amongst all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, a complete sound funnel up to your room. So it was the, uh, the, but beginning, it was cool. the beginning of the 1970s. Holiday Inn was looking to reinvent their hotels and further cater to traveling families and business clientele. Uh, and then came the Holiday Inn Holodome, a climate-controlled indoor space that housed everything from tiki bars to shuffleboard. You will never have to go outside. Instead of traveling yeah. across the country to a tropical destination, vacationers had to look no further than their own backyard. So there were there were a lot of them in Florida, and my grandparents had a condo. Uh, this is really amazing because you're triggering the memory right now. Uh, but my my parents took, I think it was even before my brothers were born, uh, we stayed in one maybe near in the like Clearwater, Tampa area. And uh, I, my parents just let me go and, like, you're running around the miniature golf course. We're taking Nikki to the Holodome. Right? <laughs> so, apparently, one of the first inspirations for the Holodome came out of necessity, said George Falls, who was a vice president at Holiday Inn from 1960 to 1980. He said swimming pools are useless, uh, particularly in the north, nine months out of the year or more. So a Holiday Inn in North Dakota built one of the first holodomes to solve that problem, though it wasn't called a holodome until Holiday Inn later adopted the idea at their other hotels. Do you know what the issue became, Preston? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, it became the, I'm not staying at this hotel, but I'm using this dome. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. Right. People just kind of strolling just, just in. sort of strolled in. Hanging out. Yeah. Uh, although the holodomes were popular in colder states, Walton said Holiday Inn's most popular holodomes were in Florida. There we go. Or not. Yep. Uh, You're a trendsetter. <laughs> he said there was uh, nothing worse than taking your kids on vacation in Florida, and it rains the whole week. In the 1970s, holodomes began sprouting up all over the country. This particular project allowed the franchise owners a lot of creativity and freedom, which meant it turned uh, it turned into a competition amongst the other hotels. So uh, they weren't just trying to make it a tropical destination. So they were they were. Uh, trying to go for really the elaborate productions. Like a, like a resort, sort of. Yeah, yeah, one franchise owner, a guy named uh, DeWitt Harden in White River Junction, Vermont, uh, he decided to go with the town local features, and that was, it was along a railroad, so they did. Oh, it's trains and strip clubs. Local plants surrounded <laughs> uh, a meandering pool, which was meant to look like a lake, and children could play on an old train caboose while adults relaxed in the saunas and so on. So that's, uh, they, they would tailor them for wow. the region sometimes. Yeah, that is that is a memory, though. 
But, uh, but you can see why they failed eventually. And I, I remember one of the things being that cacophonous sound that you would get the second you walked in. Well, the main reason they failed is they were too expensive to keep, uh, to, to do the upkeep on uh, in the mid-1980s, they found out. So all the humidity coming from the heated pool. <laughs> yeah, 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 All yeah. the furniture warping. It was yeah. destroying the ceiling. <laughs> People passing like out. So, uh, so you, they they couldn't keep it going for very long. Did you ever go to the Luxor when it was uh, when it had its uh, in in Las Vegas the Uh-oh. pyramid? Yeah. yeah. So in the lobby they had an actual. I mean, and we're talking lobby in just the most basic terms. The lobby was sprawling. Yeah. You could take an Egyptian boat ride. Wow. Around the lobby, and you were in you know, this long boat, and and you were passing past you know ruins, and it was crazy. But I I am a sucker. That gimmick stuff. I yeah. think the Venetian has gondolas. They do. Oh, right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. one of their big attractions. Dude, so yeah. Kathy and I both stayed at the Gaylord Resort, which is, and I don't know if it's a Virginia or Maryland. It's it's down in the D.C. area. Yeah, it's Maryland. Is, is it Maryland? Yeah. Okay, so dude, this place. It we went at Christmas time. And it snows. They have like a light show, and it snows inside every single oh, night. Like yeah, during this been, light show, I've been wanting to go to that. And then also, just outside of the the hotel, they have a giant tent that they set up, and it's it's just an ice world, where it's just oh. a whole bunch of giant ice sculptures, I and there's an stuff. ice slide. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really really cool. It was really cool, and it's not anything like. Well, the light show is pretty elaborate, but it's yeah. not huge. It's not this big sprawling. It, it's a decent size, but. It's just, you know, like, it's during the holiday season, like, it, it's a really nice thing to, to go to and experience. Okay. Do you guys like to fantasize about vacations? Oh, oh my yeah. God. I, oh my I God, would yeah. think that right now is, I don't. is the prime time for people to just sit and, and think about, you know, if I, could, yeah, if I yeah. could go there, this Pe- is where I'd go and this well, is what I'd do. Right now, Preston, people are fantasizing about going to their favorite restaurant. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but I know, I know yeah. what you're saying. I, for some reason, I, I get nervous about... I always want, you know, it's like, here's my shot. Here's my vacation. It's got to work. It's got to work. It's got to be good. And I, I, I tend to wind myself up. The last vacation I took to Universal, I told you on air, Universal Studios, oh, my God, it was phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah. things like that. Now I'm sort of more into that mindset. Yeah. But just, you know, just getting, you know, getting the regular stuff back online and then getting to that. What, 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 what's your, what's, what's looming large in your fantasy bank for vacation well immediately the 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 first fantasy is you know tropical location uh you know beautiful scenery maybe uh, for your 40th birthday you can uh, get everybody on a plane and take them to a private that'd island be nice and- private island <laughs> yeah. yeah something like that um i don't know man we were just talking about that the the trip we took to london uh to see the eagles uh, play was that so last nice. was it two, two years, years ago, ago yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're still talking about it over there in london um but <laughs> But I haven't I haven't done that in a little while. It's kind of like when I um, when I buy a lottery ticket, I will think about what I'm going to do with the money, and and I always think about some type of vacation that will happen as well, and I start to run through the specifics of that. Um, but wherever I would go, it would involve like scuba diving or something along those lines. Yeah, there really are. You know, there are three prongs to the vacation. It's the the excitement beforehand, the planning, uh, and and Steve, I and got, the depression when you get the bill. No man, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's worth every penny to me. It, you know, yeah. it, it gives me something that um, other parts of my life don't. And so the the planning is fun. The actual vacation is great, and then the reminiscing afterwards. I get uh, that rush from from gum. I find yeah, it's, wow, a, yeah. that's a You're simple man. That's yeah. really pathetic. That's right. <laughs> Where is is your ultimate spot? Where would you? Do, does anybody have that in mind? Is there a place in an almost unobtainable oh. place oh. where you would want Pandora. to go or be Pandora? Oh, that's where they yeah. had the unobtainium. That's correct. Uh, yes. no, I would think um, 
J- Japan is on my massive dream list. Ooh, you know, Japan okay. is a place I'd really, really love to go. But a place that I just loved and would love to return to again is Alaska. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think New Zealand might be yeah. that. I, I don't think I'll ever get there. It's just too far don't away. Don't say that. Maybe retire- I'll take you. Maybe retirement. Maybe something when I have... You know, you got to go for yeah. two weeks. You, yeah. you can't yeah, go yeah, yeah, for yeah. just a handful. The, the The flight is a couple of days, essentially. Well, now's the time to go if they let you in because they don't have any COVID cases. The, I know. No, <laughs> that, they, they actually do, and they're not letting anybody in. Yeah, uh, but you could sneak in. I'm sure that'd be fun, wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> just go pull up on a jet ski. Uh, but I guess, yeah, probably New Zealand. I think that'd yeah. be the ultimate. Like, I've never been to the South Pacific, so a, a Bali or a place that they go to and. Uh, yeah, you know, some place where the huts out on the ocean or whatever. We've talked about Fiji, that. Yeah. Yeah. So the people yeah. next to you can hear you having sex. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> if I'm in a place like that, that's oh you know, yeah, I'm gonna be. <laughs> You're gonna be possible. my regular oh, yeah. Monday, Tuesday. Honestly, oh yeah, we talked about it a half hour ago. But you know, when you see videos of places like Kazakhstan, I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't know Kazakhstan ex- existed as a vacation destination, but right. Kyrgyzstan is supposed to be really incredibly beautiful. It's on the other side of the planet, but I'd love to get to a place like that. We have. Family members in Sweden, so we've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Never in my life would have ever thought about going to Sweden yeah. as a vacation destination. Now I want to go back there. The they said line. it was one of the da- most dangerous road trips you've ever taken, though. Right? It was hard. <laughs> there were a couple days where I didn't think we were going to make it. Why are we doing it this way? Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, I, I'm. I would like to know about those those spots that are nobody knows about this, but you should go here. You what? know, this is do you've never considered uh, going to. Kazakhstan or somewhere like yeah. that, but there are parts of it I would imagine that are stunning. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, Your wife wants to go to Machu Picchu, right? She's been. Oh, she has. Yeah, been? yeah. Okay. She, yeah, she's been. My wife has been everywhere, and and I sit home and I look you go at nowhere. Ca- I look at the cats. Yeah, uh, I did Iceland uh, <laughs> two years ago, and uh, Iceland is it's not unknown. I mean, you know, a lot of people can get there, but it's I didn't realize how easy it is to get there. We flew out of Newark, and it was is it pretty cheap too, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It is not. Cheap. Oh, it is. No, Iceland is very expensive, uh, and you pay a lot for meals. You pay a lot for drinks. You, no, you it's pay... cheap to get there, though, right? It's not that expensive to get there. But what I really found appealing, Casey, was that it was a, a quick flight it was quicker than getting to london and uh and we flew out of newark new jersey and we were there in four and a half five hours something like that yeah that's quicker than la that's good that's the best part about it Mm -hmm. i've never really considered about uh to going anywhere in south america we have some family members that that are from south america um but my wife went to Colombia and thought it was awesome yeah uh but I, i think more europe um, which I've right. done, but you were going to go to Africa, Kathy. Oh dear God! You were terrified to go there. Uh, yeah, I, you know for what? A wedding, and I, I, you know what? I think it's just my age, and I hate that I'm like this. But um, if I'm not like com- really super comfortable with the place, yeah, I'm sure that's just a product of your age right I, now. I just don't. I don't want to go. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you've you've always wanted to be comfortable, haven't you? Oh no, I used to travel. We, Did you? we traveled a Did you go lot. Hiking a lot? When, mm. when we were younger, we used to travel um a lot. Yeah, and, okay. and it's a lot less now and it's just because I I'm turning into my mother. That's basically <laughs> the reason. <laughs> but yeah, I was supposed to go to South Africa and, and I was terrified to go. All right, we're, we're getting a lot of cool suggestions on our, our text messages and and why not? We can't go anywhere. Let's fantasize. You want to fantasize. Yeah, All right. Going somewhere. So We'll take play some exotic music, Kate. Feel you, feel free to give us a call and and let us know and and, and if you've been there. Because somebody had texted in and said Vietnam was one of my favorite countries that I've ever visited. Um, you know, okay, so welcome to yeah. Vietnam. This is a great choice. This yeah, Fancy Island. Island. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, uh, So uh, my wife bought a uh, a Nordic track uh, bike, stationary bike. Yeah, you can't get anywhere with that price. No, but it's <laughs> it's along the lines of the Peloton. Oh thing. yeah. So, so you can go on 
rides on, on, on road adventures all over the world. And I have done Vietnam, and I've done Norway. How was it? It was great. I did. Uh, did you I, take any pictures? I did one in Istanbul. It was really, really cool. You know, it was Constantinople yeah. at one yeah. time, but not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Now it's just Istanbul. Uh, but I never in my life I had thought about you know Turkey, other than Thanksgiving. But I never thought about that as a destination. And after going on on one of these little virtual rides, I'm like, this is stunning. This How are the people? Uh, I didn't really get to talk. I was riding a bike. Oh, damn I was, it. I was moving very, very quickly. I would get so sucked up in it, I'd be looking for hotels. Uh, somebody texted and said, Malta is amazing. Did I you go there, there. Yeah. yeah. You've been there? Yeah, I was there um, <laughs> as part of my honeymoon. We did uh, a cruise, and that was one of the stops, and basically did the entire island in one day. That's where Popeye was filmed, and, right? And that's Malta. part, that's like one of the main attractions. They the take set you, for, for Popeye yep, was in Malta. They take you up on a cliff, and it overlooks the water and the set where they filmed if it. If you look over there, it's where Popeye was <laughs> So I, I, I really had never, I, I've never in my life had a five-year plan, ten-year plan, or anything like that. But this that's the way you are, man. That's just I just roll. You're bro. a loose cannon. I just, I just yeah. roll. Um, but this past summer, I, I actually sort of came up with some ideas of some things that I want to attain, right? Before I die, right? A, I want to live long enough to see Haley's Comet again. All right, so there's nothing. I, I really get no say in that. But I also want to hike the Appalachian Trail, and and I don't have to do it all at once, no, right? In, I, in I, ten I, foot increments, I can do it in week long <laughs> increments. Yeah. I don't really care, but. I decided this summer that it, when I retire, the first thing I want to do is ride my bike across the country. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, you went from driving to now riding the bike across oh, the country. Oh, I'm going to drive across the country. God damn it. <laughs> it's going to happen. You guys keep stall- um, stalling me for my dream. That, now you've got me thinking, Case. That's, that's you want to ride idea. your bike? Well, no, no. Just <laughs> a, a list of things, places I would like to go to in my lifetime. I've never really sat down and jotted that down of, you know what, I should go and see this in person. Mm-hmm. I'd, like to, I'd like to check out Bluebell. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. I'm a little more it's closer than I want to go to Bluebell. I've been there. And? Oh my god, we had we had the Swedes in. Uh, yeah. Oh really? Uh, and they went. They wanted to go to Lancaster intercourse, and, and they went and they went to Blue Ball. And, yeah. and co- intercourse and took pictures. We're like, okay. I wonder how popular that is for. It was, apparently, it was very popular for them. I think, think you had a story about how how that is, th- those are two of the most visited towns in Pennsylvania. There's another. Uh, somebody just emailed me about another sexy sounding town in and around this area. It's Bird in Hand? No. I think it's like Sexy Underpants uh, Pennsylvania or something like sexy that. Sexy Underpants Pennsylvania? Yeah. I'd like to visit that place. <laughs> mm. uh, I, you know what? I don't have to find this. Crotch Rot? I'm going to go to some uh, calls. I have uh, Bobby. Hey, yo, Bobby. Good morning. Yeah, it's Brian. Brian! <laughs> Where's Bob? Where's Bob? <laughs> yeah. Bob? All right, Brian. Uh, <laughs> what's up, buddy? So, last, last summer I went to a place called Oz. Uh, um, St. John, it's up in New Finland, but when you oh, go yes. there, it's, but, uh, you get a thing, it's called, you get, um, screeched in. You have to, uh, kiss a codfish and take a shot of the rum they have. Hmm. I thought if you were going to do a screech in, you'd do a dirty Sanchez. Right. <laughs> Wait, uh, Case, you've heard of St. John and... I have, yeah, because my, Newfoundland. Um... Yeah, my uh, when I was getting physical therapy done on my foot, yeah. uh, the ther- therapist actually was from Canada, and I believe that's where she went. And she was telling me that, the, believe it or not, even though you're in Thanks, Canada, man. like the water gets really warm up there. Really, Gulf yeah. Stream, Gulf Stream. Yeah, you know was St. John's the place? Uh, I think there was a movie a few years ago where uh, a lot of flights were um, 
uh, rerouted there at, on 9-11. People couldn't get back into the country. And they, oh. does, does this I ring a bell? It does are, ring a bell. Is there yeah. a, a Broadway show? a documentary show? about it. I believe. A Broadway show called Fly Away With Me or something like that? Or? I'm not sure. And and I might be mixing up Canadian cities, so don't no. hold me on it. Okay. In case you're thinking <laughs> of The Lion King. Oh, yeah. that's I'm going right. to go to Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Sorry Good. Oh no, it's all good. We're just we're just fantasizing because we can't vacation right now. Where uh, where do you want to recommend? Um, well, I lived in the United Arab Emirates for about eight years, wow. and when you're over when you're over there, you have a tendency to well, you have the advantage of kind of being closer to everything else. So, um, of all the places I went to, probably the three I would recommend would be Turkey, Egypt, and um, India. Okay. Where in India did you go? Because that's a massive country. Yeah. Uh, I went to, it was more in the north, and then we did make it down to Goa. Goa is gorgeous. Indians, it's it's like a love-hate relationship. You a never lo- want to stay in, you don't want to stay in any place less than a four-star because it can get really dodgy. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's just a sensory overload, you know, it's. Everything there's stuff that is stinky and dirty and just absolutely. You're really selling us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no, I know what she's no, talking she, about. No, no, it's true. Yeah, there are some places where it's uh, opulence right next to object poverty. Yeah. There's no yeah. middle object class. Poverty. That's how yeah. my friend has explained it to me. It's either yeah. the super rich or yeah. the super poor. Yeah. Yeah, the caste system is so evident over there. But I mean, everything is so vibrant and bright and beautiful, and every the smells are things that we just don't find very often over here. But at the same time, I mean, just the homelessness and the dirt and the... Yeah. The... I mean, you have Calcutta there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. And, that you know, that's that's something that they always have to deal with. Anyone I know who has gone to India said exactly what, what uh, uh, you're saying, Nicole. The same same sort of experience. There's amazing yeah. stuff and stuff that just makes you feel terrible. Yeah. The sensory overload is just crazy. But Turkey, right. my, hus- <clears throat> my husband and I fell in love with Turkey. Turkey's, I swear, it's some of the best food in the world. Turkey's- okay. Just gobble it up. (laughs) It's a gobble joke, and I I brought that back to the turkey because we're familiar with it. Thank you, Nicole. No, the uh, the, like I said, one of the one of the bike rides that I took, the virtual bike rides, was was through uh, Turkey, no, through Istanbul. Okay, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, it was absolutely stunning. Uh, Let me go to Bud. Hey, Bud. (laughs) Hey, how are you this morning, Gadzooks? Gadzooks, buddy. All right, what do you recommend? Barcelona. It is the greatest city I believe in the world. Mm. It has. Awesome beaches, history, a, a big city. Also, it's very bohemian. Like, I went there, and uh, there was a family. They pulled over on the side of the street. Mom got the three kids out. They peed on the side of the street. That's beautiful, <laughs> man. Welcome to Barcelona. Now we'll piss together. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, food, the food and the drink are very inexpensive and awesome. I mean, Barcelona is, in Spain is just a wonderful, wonderful city. Okay. My uh, my wife Thanks. went uh, to Spain and she was she was mm, she liked it. I actually I preferred Madrid to Barcelona, right. but that's just me. I was well, they, say, they, I feel they, the... they pee indoors in Madrid. Uh, yeah. okay. I feel the complete opposite of that guy. I liked it. It, it was. But it was just another big city. Yeah. Really? You know. Yeah. I mean, you were in Spain, which was great. Um, I thought the food was was. Mostly terrible. I, I think I had like one good meal there. Um, when I went to the smaller cities in Spain, and yeah. that's just my taste. I like seeing the quaint little towns. Listen, and- when we went to Ireland, the best time I had was not in Dublin. It was when we yeah. were in these small villages yeah. hanging out. That was cool. 
That was uh, yep, had much more personality. Anytime yeah. you go to a place that is the, the the main, usually the main city, you're you're likely going to be dealing with a lot of tourism and a lot of people yeah. who are not native to the area, and you're looking for that sort of flavor. You're not going to get it. We did a whole show. <laughs> well, talking about other other sort of medical issues in countries, they had the hoof and mouth. We talked about this when you guys were there. Disease, yeah. So there was nobody from Ireland in Ireland, and and we were doing hey a taste of Ireland now, and we're broadcasting live, and there was nobody mm-hmm. there. Everyone was from another country. And right. listen, don't get me wrong. The, the go to Spain and go to Barcelona, but like I would never travel there and just go there for okay. the week or whatever, and then come back. Travel to the other Stakes. cities around it. Right. <laughs> I had I had the same experience. Stakes. As Kathy in Barcelona, and that is where I learned um, that the overnight people that are working um, at your hotel might be locals. So, well, for this example, we had two surfers that were working the the desk overnight. So we made friends with them, and they actually put us on a bus and sent us to these beaches about an hour away. And it was the <laughs> best experience. We had literally those. They were guys like that. Huh. We were like, "Where do you guys hang out?" They're like, "Well, we, you know, they gave us the standard things." We're like, "No, where do you really hang out?" <laughs> Go to this corner, wait for this bus, don't get on this bus, get on this bus, take it all the way to the end of the line, and right. it dropped us off yeah. on the locals' beaches, and that was pretty cool. We've mm-hmm. had that before. Uh, ask locals where where's the, the good spot to go, and we've been steered in the right direction. Yeah. So. Just to add this conversation, too, I uh, did one of my dream vacations a few years ago when I went to Cuba. Ah, uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah. Cuba. That was amazing. You know what? Uh, that... Marissa, and also your trip to Greece looked really cool. Yeah, I was lucky that my friend is Greek and and her cousin lives there, so they took us around to all the best places, and we spoke the language. We had somebody with us that spoke the language. Like, hey, so. yeah, we're a bunch of Malacas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're Greece. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, and, and Nick, I was watching The Queen's Gambit, and eventually the, the main character goes to Russia. And... Um, Call me crazy, but I've always wanted to go there. No, I, I, I was so crazy. Moscow looks beautiful. You've picked a, a location. And oddly enough, I know this is crazy, I'd like to take that tour to Pripyat and um, nope. oh. Chernobyl. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty wild, yeah. wouldn't Wear it? the hazmat suit. How, how difficult is it to be able to go to Russia? Not is that it, difficult. It isn't? No, it's it's probably easier to get to Russia, I mean, non-pandemic times, than it is to get to Cuba, to be honest. Okay. So this is all fantasy. Nothing's, yeah. no, nothing's yeah. open, but when it when it does open, it, it's nice to dream while we're in the middle of this crap. Why not? But yeah, Russia and and remnants of the Soviet Union, you know, the, the architecture and stuff like that. I have a book, a uh, coffee table book, uh, it's large pictures, it's called, because I don't like to read. No, it's uh, pictures, Ghosts of the Soviet Union, and it's just, they did some amazing stuff, and it's it's bizarrely uh, otherworldly, you know, stuff in just disrepair mm. and things in the middle of fields, and it's, uh, uh, to me, that would be an amazing uh, trip. Sometimes the more austere locations uh, I find interesting. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right, so we're fantasizing about traveling because you just, you can't. it's hard to do it right now. I'm going to go to John. John, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How is everybody? Good. What's up, buddy? Good. Hey, I want to give a shout-out. You mentioned briefly South America. I mean, you don't think about it, but it has so much to offer. We took a trip to Ecuador, and we were lucky because we had friends uh, who were working for the embassy down there. So we had a great place to stay, and it's got so much to offer. It's got beaches. It's got nightlife. And it's got South Americans. Yeah. (laughs) You're in the Amazon. I mean, you go to Quito and you think to yourself, how did this city end up in the middle of the most inaccessible mountain range you can imagine? And they take U.S. dollars and it's a five hour flight uh, from New York 
and that's you're it? right there. Five yeah, hours? That's not bad. No, if you look at the map. You sure you weren't in Central America? <laughs> no, no. If you look at the map, it's like directly bullet, just straight shot, straight down. Cause oh. Wow. Okay. And, uh, so just, what is, when did you go? We went uh, two years ago. Okay, and so we we hear occasionally there's some some areas down there where there's a lot of unrest and and crime wise. What, did you were there any issues with that? Zero, zero. zero. Okay, we drove all over the country. We stopped in little towns. We were the only white people in the whole the whole town. You know, and I mean, I'm taller. The guy I was with was tall, and you know, these these you know, uh, I don't tradition whatever you call them, native yeah. you know, Ecuadorians. Ecuadorians are. You know, no taller than five foot two. Well, our 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 old janitor Jose is Ecuadorian, and mm-hmm. he's like four foot. He's like Marissa's size, and he was the center on their basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we had we hiked, uh, we, we hiked the volcano. We hiked the rim of this volcano, and I, I consider myself in you know in, in decent shape. Yeah, I I, I mean, you're so winded because you're so high up, and and this native woman, sixty five years old, with all this. Uh, luggage or something on her on her back passes us on this trail in <laughs> clogs and no socks wow and oh I'm, my I'm, God. I'm i'm gassed and she she's just walking right past us as if you know there there's there's no uh you know she's not a half a mile up in the air or, you, know, you should have put your luggage on her back <laughs> john did you did you see the the female wrestling that's very popular there uh, no, no, I have a little bit more culture than going to, uh, <laughs> No, 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 I mean, it's like part of the culture. It's, yeah, like, yeah. They, it's not like, uh, uh, you know, WWE, these women are like wearing dresses. I saw uh, this special in, in Ecuador. It was, um, uh, who was the guy that would do the, uh, the bizarre foods around the country? Oh, around uh, the world. Zimmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he went to Ecuador and he's like, the big thing no is way. this female wrestling, uh, thing that takes that place. That sounds right. cool. If we're yeah. fantasizing, actually, Thanks, I think also I would love to not climb it. But be within actual uh, sight of Everest of the uh, yeah. yeah base camp yeah I mean you can get the base camp and that's like uh, nineteen thousand which is I would really, hire really an old high. woman well, to carry me up <laughs> where can, can you see the peak from base camp on a good day I mean, okay you can't always but you can't unless you get up there you're, you're not going to see the peak of Everest right probably or, not no you okay. can't really see it from like Kathmandu or or on the Tibetan side but okay. um, where can you see it from the lowest point that requires the least exertion uh, <laughs> I mean if, in pictures if you really want to access it yeah, probably base camp but like it's, it's, if you go to um, Mount McKinley, Denali in Alaska. Yes, uh, you only have a window. I think Steve, didn't you tell me you had a window where you saw it? Or <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe Bill said that. That was actually the, yeah. So when you do Alaska, you can have different um, paths. Uh, so we didn't go that far north okay. to Denali, but that was one of the big regrets. That's why I'd like to get back to yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Mm. All right. There it is. All right, let me go next to Susan. Bob Seger was born. She's been on hold for a long time. Hey, Susan. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Susan? Um, Japan. Uh, I went there when I was 16. It was the most beautiful country. Everybody's very nice. It's just really crowded, like New York. Yeah. But uh, when I was 16, I was able to buy a pet monkey in (laughs) one of the local pet shops. And And you brought it back? uh, No, they wouldn't let me bring it back on the plane. So they ate it. (laughs) 
right. tried. Um, I went to Mount Fuji. Uh, Wait a second. I need to go back to the monkey. So were you, did you did you were you renting it or did you? No, I bought a spider monkey, like a little monkey. So what were you thinking, oh Susan? What'd you do with it when you were done? Did you flush I, it down I the toilet? It to my, oh, I gave it. No, I gave it to my sister. I'm like, I can't take it with me. You got to You got to discard it. yours now. Was what, your sister? What do you wait. Want me to do? I Susan, go. was your sister yeah. staying there when you were leaving? Um, my brother-in-law was in the army. He was stationed over there. Okay, I don't want it. Right, here. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And wow. then it was uh, when I was. It was the. Uh, I got back the night before the '96 blizzard. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Right. Right. You didn't have a monkey with you. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you know what I mean. My monkey froze to death. <laughs> this thing suck in the snow. Uh, Susan, we got to run. I'm sorry, but thanks Dude. for the suggestion. Yeah, I had a friend who went to actually. Uh, speaking of Asian, went to China and he loved it. Went to Shanghai. Wow. Very, very inexpensive and had like a, a private guide the whole time because it was so inexpensive. Japan, on the other hand, I hear is very expensive. Yes. Yeah, I would like to go to these it. countries, pretend I'm a guide, a knowledgeable guide, and yeah. give out all sorts of wrong information. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, thank you for the uh, the recommendations. You know, I, I was just uh, saw the story about the old holodome and it got me in vacation mode and start to get a little wistful and yeah, just start thinking about, man, I wish I could go on vacation right now and why not just fantasize about it and make it even worse that you can't go. <laughs> Listen, they just told us not to congregate for holidays. Enough of this stuff. Yeah. We, I think it's time you need a start start open up your mind to the possibility that once this crap is gone you're going to go to these places and everything yeah. will be good and yeah. you'll have all the spider or, monkeys you can eat. Or maybe you can be like Casey and make a plan for things that you eventually want to get right. to. So you could do that. All right, thanks for the calls. We appreciate it. We gotta take a break. We're gonna go live on Fox Good Day when we return. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File right now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, let's get right into some stories. We were talking about Vegas earlier. This was a weird thing that happened, a tragic thing. Two people were killed in Las Vegas. Of the weekend in a collision involving a minivan and bicyclists that police are describing as a senseless act. So around 7 a.m. on Sunday, several cars were driving recklessly along Las Vegas's Hollywood Boulevard. Witnesses said that a passenger in a minivan was hanging halfway out of the car, attempting to strike people on the sidewalk as they were driving by. So the passenger missed two pedestrians, but then struck a middle-aged woman riding in the bicycle lane further down the road. He pushed her to the ground, and at the same time, the passenger fell out of the moving vehicle and struck a light pole. Wow. Both people were killed. Dear God. During that incident, yeah. They were both declared dead on the scene. Police identified the driver as Rodrigo Cruz, who fled the scene before officers arrived and was later apprehended. Both the driver of the minivan and the deceased passenger are suspects in the case, which is being handled by the department's homicide unit. So the woman on the bike died. Yeah. And then the guy who pushed her died. The idiot that pushed her hit a light pole. So that's just, just makes no sense at all. Just ridiculous. A Philippine police officer was killed during a raid on an illegal cockfighting ring after a rooster's blade sliced an artery in his leg. Oh my God. So you know what they do is they put these blades on their talons? Yes. Yeah, so like I'll, razors? I'll explain. The freak yeah. accident happened yesterday when Lieutenant Christian Bullock picked up a fighting cock as he gathered evidence at an illegal event. 
Its bladed spur struck the femoral artery in his left thigh, and he bled to death. Cockfighting, or tupada, is a popular blood sport in the Philippines where money is bet on the outcome of a fight between two birds armed with bladed spurs, known as gaffs. The lethal sport has been banned, along with other sporting and cultural events, during the coronavirus pandemic, uh... To prevent crowds from gathering. So I guess maybe it's legal at some part, at some times. Uh, yeah, you know, as well, when I was down in Puerto Rico, we, my uh, uncle, my wife's uncle, uh, we went to visit him in the town where he was. And on the way over there, we saw two uh, cockfighting establishments. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, and with the, the, the banners up and the, what, wow. the events coming up, I'm like, oh, all That's right. horrible. Yeah. Three people were arrested and two fighting cocks seized, along with two sets of spurs in the raid where Lieutenant Bullock was the uh, police chief. So, messed up, man. I didn't know those things were long enough where they could get that deep into <sighs> tissue and kill you. So, wow. Yeah. All right, in New Zealand, a uh, little lighter fare here. Locals are stumped after eight Pohatukawa trees lining a street. What's that again? In Auckland, uh, Puhutokawa trees. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Uh, were lining an Auckland suburb. They were inexplicably felled in a chainsaw attack overnight on the weekend. What the hell's going on with people? Somebody went down this street and cut, and they're big trees, and cut a defenseless tree. Police are appealing for the residents to check their security footage after a man was seen chopping down trees with a chainsaw on Sunday evening. How many? Uh, eight of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would have taken a while. Yeah. So you would have heard it. The mature trees growing on uh, council berms and just weeks away from erupting into their seasonal crimson bloom were left strewn across the footpath and road following the wrecking spree. I don't know how loud, like, battery-operated uh, battery chainsaws are. They're pretty loud. So, are they're they? still loud, yeah. Wow. They're, they're louder. Loud enough if you're doing eight trees. Uh, council staff were called in to clean up the mess with the once lush trees reduced to sawdust and leveled stumps. Uh, Chairman Brent uh, Catchpole is appalled, saying uh, ruining so many iconic native Christmas trees that had enhanced the streetscape for the past 15 years was unbelievable. Police said it's unbelievable. They, uh, they, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, they said that they, they were. They did our trees. They were called to. Uh, yeah, I did hear about it. It's Thanks. It's like like eight trees. Uh, they were called to report uh, suspicious activity, uh, and a man had been seen chopping down trees on the main street with a chainsaw, but it disappeared before police You're arrived. You're better than that. Spark plug the tortoise. Yes, <laughs> is back home after he was found and returned to the Harris family after he pushed his way out of his fenced enclosure Thursday morning and took to the road. Ty Harris. I'm getting out of here. Said that Sparkplug was returned Saturday, and he's fine. He had a couple of days out of town. Now, this is not just a tortoise. This is a 200-pound African spurred tortoise. Wow. That was returned by a man who spotted him Thursday on the roadside. And he had taken the tortoise to his own property on the far side of Marshall County and released him onto his 200 acres. He was going to... He found him on the road, and he's like, well, I'll just... Run around and play with the other tortoise. Let him go here. After Harris publicized the missing tortoise on social media, he learned that uh, what had happened, and he was worried about finding spark plug. Uh, with a long shell and spurs like armor on his legs, Harris said that he was not worried about the other animals doing harm to the 60-plus-year-old creature. 60 years old. Yeah, yeah. And they live much longer. Yeah. But so how did he know his, his particular tortoise? Did he get down on his knees and hold his arms out, and then about an hour later the tortoise made his way to him? Uh, but cold weather <laughs> had the potential to harm the tortoise. He said they're made for the desert. At his enclosure, Sparkplug has a burrow to get in for the winter, and his family uses heat lamps. 
uh, to keep his temperature at about 80 degrees. How long will it, Nick, if you could just say, how long would a tortoise like this, how can they live? Uh, I think they can live like 150 years. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> After the Harris family learned <laughs> of the of the area where a spark plug was last seen, uh, they went and passed out flyers in the area. With the help of a man who released them, he released him, they searched the area following his tracks Friday to no avail. Uh, they heard from people who saw a spark plug, including some farmers in the area who had tracked the tortoise movements to their soybean fields. Uh, the man who released spark plug went out searching again, and he was able to find the tortoise found him! and bring him home oh my God! on Saturday. I'm sure he was purring. Uh, the family is grateful to those who spread the word about Spark Plug and help bring him home. Which is the, tor- the tortoise that can live to be like 200 years old? Those Galapagos ones? The Galapagos, right? Yeah. Wow. One last story. In Wartburg, Tennessee. How'd you like to live in Wartburg? <laughs> Welcome to Wartburg. A skull found and put on a man's fireplace mantle has been identified as that of a missing Morgan County man. Oh, man. The they have crime scene evidence on their uh, mantle. Uh, the sheriff's office retrieved the skull, sporting sunglasses, by the way, after being told about it. Uh, the person in possession of the skull said that it was found in March in 2019 by an individual in the Gobby area. Uh, the DNA These test. These are great town names. All right. Gobby. Wartburg is next yeah. to Gobby. Uh, a DNA test by Forensic Center found that it belonged. Yeah, a quarter mile up from Pudqueef. It belonged. <laughs> Gobby's a quarter mile up from <laughs> Pudqueef. Pudqueef. Uh, they found it. <laughs> yeah, you make a right at Astine. They, uh, uh, the, they found that the skull belonged to Junior Willie McCann. McCann had been missing since September 2012. Uh, Sheriff Wayne Potter is requesting that anyone with information related to McGann's death or other persons who remain missing contact the sheriff's office. So there you go. This, the back scratcher he was using was the guy's femur. My uncle Tony used to have a human skull, really, in his in his room, and it was it was, and he used to keep sunglasses on it too. Oh I guess it's God. kind of a common thing. Yeah, it was a real deal human skull. Wasn't there a convention through town, um, and and th- you could get things like that, like actual human bones and yeah. skulls and things of that nature? That sounds familiar. It was all sort. It was like. Um, yeah, uh, dark magic and and um, we had the girl in studio. Right, and they, it was yeah. awesome. They were That's really right. cool. That's yeah, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird uh, yeah. fascination. Some people love that stuff. Yeah, I used to like kind of play with that skull as a kid, and now <laughs> that I think back about it, I'm like, That's just That's That's somebody's. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, that was a human being's head. Where's my husband? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let us take a break. Don't forget, later on this morning, we are going to have the great actor Stacy Keach on the show around 9 o'clock. So we're going to chat with him and more giveaways from our friends at uh, Irish Horn in Richboro and Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. We'll come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers has interest-free financing online and in stores. It's easy. It only takes seconds. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank Cass. Uh, thank Cass. <laughs> thank okay. Cass. Whatever, just, just leave off I a meant couple to say, of letters. thanks Cass, <laughs> and it went to thank Cass. <laughs> thank Cass. Thank Cass. Thank Cass. Don't, don't think of Kathy's ass. Don't think of Kathy's ass. <laughs> thank Cass. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I, I do admire your jumpsuit today. Thanks. Yeah, it's wearing. hard not to see my ass it in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what I might look like in a jumpsuit. You would look you like wear. like one of Blofeld's assistants I in a James know, Bond movie. <laughs> was it like a, a pilot flight suit for uh, um, like a fighter pilot kind of jumpsuit? It's nice. Yeah. It, it looks well, nice. Here, walk yeah. around so you can see it over here if you don't mind. Strike a pose. So can, what, or, oh, is he talking about yeah, me? Yeah, he's talking about you. Yeah. Oh, it's just a jumpsuit. Yeah. See, I okay. love jumpsuits. These to it's, me are like it's comfortable. Tied up. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool looking. But, but you uh, walk that, in how, that and your whole body is tied up. Yeah. So. Like, what was that? Oftentimes, uh, one with a small ass might wear something like this, but I <laughs> thought I'd go for it. Why do you like those so much? To me, it seems like a lot of work to like go to the bathroom. Case, and... It's so much work to go to the bathroom. I don't essentially Kathy's ass. Don't, don't ass. Stank ass. Oh, no. I'm essentially naked when I go to the bathroom. Like I'm in my bra and underwear because you have to take right. the whole thing off. Oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't even think about that. It is a pain in the ass, Case, but they're comfortable for me. Like I'm. I, I just, they're comfortable, so I love them. They have always look so, when I've had, um, Casey bought me the uh, the Michael Dukakis, because uh, I just had a Footy pajamas, yes. Yeah, footy pajamas, and they were super comfortable. It is a bit, you got to you gotta get undressed to go do Same anything. Same thing with, uh, with overalls. If you've yeah. ever worn yeah. those, oh, you got to, yeah. you, essentially, if you're going to the bathroom, you're, you're taking your clothes off. Take your clothes off. That's what it feels like. Anyway. <laughs> those things got came back into style for a hot minute, right? Overalls? Yeah, yeah they're uh, yeah. still out there. Are they are? Yeah. 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 Guys, question. Overalls cute or not? Cute, yeah. Yes. Oh, totally yeah. cute. Yeah. Cute on be. the right woman and not so cute on, like, junior samples from Hee Haw, Preston. Right, right. <laughs> I've looked at them a couple of times, and there's one of those things that I'm like, eh, is this something that I think is cute? And guys are like, ugh, that thing again? Well, you're, uh, I'm the wrong person to ask, Marissa, because I had this Pavlovian response to uh, to girls wearing overalls. The first girl I ever made out with was wearing overalls <laughs> when I made out with her. Oh. And so for me, it's something, like, uh, deep within my psyche. Uh, so I approve, but uh, don't go on my response. But he'll try to make out with you. I right. enjoyed making out with you, Nikki. I hope you couldn't taste the tobacco. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I think you should like. I, I think you should get overalls, Marissa. I think not? you should, too. See, that's something yeah. I can't wear. So well, I think a, you should get them. It's a struggle because um, most people don't know. Like, Kathy's not that much taller than me. You just seem a lot taller than me. <laughs> but so finding overalls for a petite height is, yeah. like, nearly impossible. Really? Because, well, I have, like, a short torso, so they're either, like, a lot of leg or the bib comes, like, all the way up to my neck. There is a, <laughs> what about a kids very us? fine line. <laughs> I might have to. All right. What about guys in overalls? Is that a thing that's in, or is it only for girls? I, I to me, that's always been. A, I, I've I've never really that. dug that look. Okay. Uh, I, I think I think actually, if you talk about some of the more um, sexier looks, the bib overalls without like a shirt underneath, right? Uh, you know, the, oh, yeah, that's that, that's, that's, that's a hot thing. But however, uh, with guys, I always think it it tends to make you look. Um, well, yeah, Easy. you're you're, you're yeah. working. It looks yeah, like yeah. you're you're gonna yeah. be working on the truck or yeah. in the farm. All or, to live long day. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Press. I know you're going somewhere here, but I, I have another question to ask. Uh, because I was in CBS. How big is Saturn? <laughs> How big is it? I need to see a comparison. I need to know who actually buys clothes from CVS because I was in CVS the other day. <laughs> they have clothes. Kathy, I almost bought a pair of jeggings just for s's and giggles. Because my CVS doesn't have clothes, dude. My Acme they sells do. Clothes. They even have a tailor yeah. if you go on Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays. But but they're not hanging on a rack or anything, are they? They're hanging on a rack. Really? Yeah. Where I've never where? Seen where? That at CVS. Yeah, um. No. So they were kind of like right around the corner from the like uh, cleaning supplies and stuff. But that, that sounds and, about right. I, and just and real not quick, only that, but was they this had a, was this here or down the shore? No, this is right here. Oh, okay. Uh, right here in River City in uh, Broomall, there was a uh, the CVS right there, Kath. And not only did they have, but they had like God, Vikings. 
jeggings and leggings <laughs> and stuff, uh, and like corduroy jeggings. Uh, I just, I was like, CBS. oh my God, I should buy a pair of these. But they had like 10 to choose from. Yeah, and my Acme sells clothes as well. Really? And I'm not talking about like Eagles jerseys or right, Eagles, right. Uh, what do what? they call them, jerseys, but well, like actual like. I, I have to imagine it's like one one small rack. You're not talking about multiple racks no, of clothing. Not. It's one sort of small thing with a couple of pieces of clothing. Well, like Whole, right. Whole Foods has a little, a small section, but it's like, you know, whatever. They're, but like, you know, some organic that? material or something like that. Well, today's man sells deli meat. <laughs> I'm going to skip Whole Foods. It was like, and we've talked about this before, Steve, like in the old Woolworths that they would have. You walk back and like there was an aquarium section. Oh, Preston? got fish here. Yeah, we talked about the spider monkey earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. You we'd go into the, There was a, I don't even think it was a monkey, Kathy. I think it was a chimpanzee. Oh, my I, God. This poor thing sitting there like, and I, I even remember as a kid, I think that's where I first started to feel, you know, like uh, I... Uh, my love of animals, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna break him out of here. That was one of the stores I would go to with my mom because there were birds there, and I was never allowed to own birds, so I would right. just go and. But uh, you hate birds check now. Them out. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that's where it stems. By the way, if anybody's ever bought clothes from CVS, feel free Please. to call. Us. Well, I imagine that it was like more than one person came in in an emergency. Like I ripped my pants. Do you guys have pants? And that request got up to corporate. And they started filling the racks. But I have noticed Acme has closed because I'm going to say this right now on the radio. I think Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve show, <laughs> should sell Preston and Steve shirts. Oh. Oh. All right, I'm on board. Yes. I'm on board. Yeah. I, find, I would think, though, that places like ACVS or an Acme or something might have... Like a, Nick had pulled up some pictures of, of leggings in in like a box, in like right. a yeah, small yeah. box for sale on the shelf, or like a leisure. But, actually, like but to actually have a uh, a rack of clothes, yeah, we should at a have grocery a grocery store or a, or, a, or a pharmacy. It seems a little bit odd. Yeah, pick up some milk, some Hawaiian rolls, yes. and some uh, corduroys. Some corduroy yes. pants. <laughs> Casey, here's a text that just came in. I'm in a CVS right now, and they sell dresses, jeggings, what? and school spirit wear. So Get this is a listener dress. right now texting. This. Take a picture. I want to see how they're displayed. Wow. I want to see if they're just balled up in a bin or if they're hanging on an actual rack. Well, Kathy. so like I know at Whole Foods, it's just one little like cabinet. It, it's like not even a quarter. Are of you the sure aisle. you weren't going through the employees' clothing? No, no. Yeah. Listen, like it, it's <laughs> not <laughs> even. Look, look okay. they even put stuff in the pockets. It's not even a quarter of the aisle. It's just like it's the end of where the soap is, yeah. and it's just a uh, maybe like. Three different shirts and two different pairs of pants and like a kid's shirt. You it's walk very in, random. You walk into my one Acme because Acme has two entrances, and so the Acme entrance closer to the freezer you walk section. Into <laughs> my Acme. You walk in and there are like dresses and, and it's female clothes, um, dresses and um, I don't know, like paisley tops and stuff like that. Kath, I feel yeah, like print section. I feel like we should do a, a an Acme fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> If you do it, you get it. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll get it on television. All right, let me go to some. Our, our phone lines are all lit up. I'm going to go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Good morning, it guys. Good, Good morning, morning it. it to you, uh, Katie. So you you bought clothing at uh, CVS. I sure did. Um, what, what'd you buy? So I bought a, I bought a dress. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so I was down in Sea Isles uh, with my family and friends. Um, and we were going to a bar after we were on the beach. Right. Um, and we were, you know, down the ocean swimming. And I came back, and someone had taken um, my my top. Huh. So all I, you know, so all I had was shorts. 
and my bathing suit top. And they didn't let you into no shower happy hour without, like, actual clothing. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't so, like you walked in the CVS and you went, oh, my God, this is so cute. I have to have this. I've never said that in a CVS. <laughs> 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 well, that's why, that's why I had asked Casey if he was down the shore. Because right. places like that will have different merchandise than the CVS, you know, around right. here. Yeah. yeah. It, it was emergency clothes. Like, no one, no one ever yeah. goes Choosably shopping at CVS right. for anything. Katie, have you worn it other than that one occasion? Um, I I kept it, and I was like, you know, it could be like an emergency dress. And then I think, honestly, within a month, I was like, I am never going to wear this crap ever again. <laughs> okay. Do you All keep right. emergency clothing in your car, Preston? Thanks, Katie. I used to, uh, and I have not since I injured my shoulder. I, I would keep extra golf clothing, yeah, uh, in my in my the trunk of my car, <laughs> in case all of a sudden it's like, hey, you got time to go play golf, you know, and, and just go ahead and, and do it. But I haven't done that in a while. But I used to keep a full set uh, and varieties for the season, sure, of clothes. When you're playing yeah. golf, yeah. Uh, but but you know what? It's a good idea to have. I think a, so. A change of clothes. I keep a sundress car. and four quarts of cool. <laughs> yeah. I keep a sweater because I'm always cold. So no matter where I go, at least like if I you know starts to get cold or whatever, I have it in my car. You wouldn't just think of hopping in a CBS and picking up a sweater. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to Dave next. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, not a whole lot. All so. Right. I deliver for a local soda company, so I've seen this stuff at you know CVS's, Rite Aid's, and Walgreens all the time. I thought the same thing as Casey. What kind of you know person would buy clothes from here? So one day I'm delivering, and I'm waiting to get checked in, and I had a rough lunch, so I squeezed the fart out. <laughs> Wasn't a fart. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So, so here I am after delivering, buying a pair of underwear and shorts from Rite Aid. Yes, yeah, so right. Underwear you'll find in in a lot of places. I, I found. I think a lot of people picked up, or a lot of the the uh, businesses have picked up on the fact that occasionally people get in a uh, tight situation like you were in yeah. and need that. But the the concept of dresses and pants and well, all that he, stuff. He bought a pair of shorts too. Did so, you? Yeah. I huh. laughed at the idea, and then I needed it in my most dire moment. Wow! Wow! Saved you. I nice. wonder what yeah. what the most elaborate Thanks, piece Dave. of clothing you could purchase at a uh, could, could you in fact are there suit jackets yeah. are there a tuxedo are there shoes <laughs> I think yeah. there's a lot of local fare at places like this so um, people are texting in like there's one in Lansdale a CVS for example and they can get a Lansdale T-shirt or whatever and so right. I think that's you know okay my friend Katie Rose just texted me she got she got a um, Broomall shirt Casey at the Broomall CVS oh what about the clothes at Cracker Barrel. They've got like a decent selection. Well, that's there. an actual store. Yeah. Never, yeah, it is a store. It's a full. Yeah. It's a full Chosky store. Yeah. yeah, and you can get all the Mel Tillis CDs you want. Preston, they have. I don't know if "decent" is the correct word, but they have more clothing than you think they'd have there. Okay, all right. I will have to peruse Again, the aisles. I think once you cross over to having an on-premises tailor, that's when. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to Nicole next. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Get Zooks, guys. Get Zooks, Nicole. What's up? Uh, so I, I know that I've used CVS clothes at least three different times. <laughs> three different uh, times. Explain. Yeah. So like preface this by I'm, I'm from a really small town in upstate New York. Um, and like during the summertime, my sisters and I would just like wander around the hometown and there's like nothing to do. But yeah. it would get really hot. So you'd duck into a business. CVS was just such a business. And we're just like wandering around in the air conditioning. And then it's like, well, I have some allowance money in my pocket. Hey, look at this. A tunic, you know, like there's <laughs> some random thing. So it's out of boredom rather than pure desperation, I guess. And, and, um, and what, what were the what were the items that you bought? Did you actually buy a tunic? Um, I think 
Yeah, one time I did. <laughs> one time I did. Uh, I'm a t- a tank top. That was another thing. And, like, whatever just has, like, a pattern that's like, well, I haven't seen that before. And, I mean, like, largely the patterns that you haven't seen before in CVS are because they're ugly as sin and nobody else is going to use them. But, like, I, well, I that's never... one reason. Another reason was, like, at one point I was at CVS for some other purpose, like, a legitimate CVS purpose. And I was pregnant at the time, much, much later. And I uh, and I was like, hey, look, leggings. I've been meaning to get leggings because I'm <laughs> desperate and pregnant. And so I just snagged the leggings, and that was a bad decision. But, like, you know, you make those decisions. Right, right. Um, so I guess it comes in handy <laughs> if you live in a rural area or if you're pregnant. Uh, I think yeah. it's what you're, what you're looking for. Or both. Interesting. Thanks, <laughs> Nicole. All right, so yeah. we, we've gotten rural, rural area pregnant. Crapped your pants and somebody stole your shirt. Right. right. All right. But nobody's ever gone there and going, well, wow, with, this is cute. Or with the intent of purchasing clothing, that always seems to be a afterthought. Let's try Jenny out because she may have intended to do this. Hi, Jenny. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. So you bought clothing at CVS. I have. And so it started out with, you know, going there just to get, you know, regular drugstore stuff. And I turned and I saw this shirt and I was like, when did CVS get clothes? And I'm always looking for clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm like flea markets, anywhere I find something cute. Oh, boy. And Yeah. And so I was like, whoa. So I bought this. And Kathy, it was like when the shark bite shirts were really popular, um, you know, that different cut at yeah. the bottom of it. And I, I was really impressed. So I bought it. And now when I go to CVS, I'm looking for something. Re- really? Uh, yes. Wow! I will have to check that out. It's been I I've I'm in CBS fairly frequently, you know, and, and or Rite Aids, you know, uh, and there's no uh, I've well, never I noticed the clothing. Women, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be disappointed because I've only ever seen women's clothing. I know. Oh, damn it! Sexy. Yeah. So now I got all excited. You know, maybe you might pick up some tights and just relax on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. do that. I love some tights or win the shark bite shirt. All right, bye bye, Jenny. Thanks bye a lot. Bye bye, Jenny. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> oh my um, God, this person bought tops at CVS for his wife for Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> if that doesn't say last minute gift, I don't know what does. Why did you just throw your hands up, Preston? I, I would do something like that. I it would if I was there, you know, getting the, 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 you know some makeup or whatever that she may have needed, and I saw, I said, "Oh, I get one of those too." Oh, you know? She likes deodorant. <laughs> um, Nick had pulled up the CVS line of clothing online, and there is an extensive array of blouses, and that actually, you know, there's also like. Christmas sweaters. Well, this was Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's Uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, I'm sorry. Cracker Barrel has an entire section on their website uh, dedicated to women's clothing. (laughs) Outerwear, (laughs) handbags and wallets, hats and scarves. I did. Man. It is kind of fun to tinker around there while you're waiting for your uh, for your table. I'll, I'll tell you this. It, it's one of the great joys when you go into a place that's completely something else. Yes. And and you you do find a section like. Well, Cho's is the perfect example in our in our building here. It's it's a tiny stationary, like convenience store, and you'll go in there. We used to joke about it. You'd find like transmission oil, you know, yeah. transmission fluid. I should say <laughs> diamond and, ring, yeah, diamond <laughs> ring, and VHS tapes. Uh, it's just a crazy amount no, of stock. I love that. I love that find at a place that you're not expecting. Right, it. right, right. Uh, I like will go CVS clothing yeah. next to Dawn. Uh, Dawn, good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good morning, it. It's never going away. Dawn, what's up? So I go to CVS pretty frequently. Um, 
some might say maniacally, <laughs> they give you extra bucks, right? So I'm, I go food shopping, I get my extra bucks, my extra bucks buys me a sweater. <laughs> from CVS? From CVS. A I sweater have- from CVS? Oh, because... Extra bucks is like your Kohl's cash, something like that? Yep, it's okay. like your Kohl's cash. So okay. you get your CVS bucks back, and then I just go right back in line, and I've got a sweater, <laughs> I've got leggings, I've got earrings. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Dawn. Have you ever tried on any clothing in CVS? Absolutely not, and I will warn you, there is a muffin top situation going on with the leggings. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So they're not even good leggings. <laughs> They're not, but they're so comfortable and they're free. How, how, how much, on average, we have to assume these 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 articles of clothing are much cheaper? Correct. Not especially. No. Really? Alone, we're like oh, the sweater alone was like. How, how much? Like Sixty. She's in. Sixteen. No. Oh. I, I, in fact, I checked the price on the jet on the because I almost bought corduroy jeggings. Yeah, I, I sw- For yourself or I'm as a confused. joke? As okay. a joke? As a joke? But um, and they were I think fifteen ninety nine. Oh, so yeah. does like Wal- does Walgreens oh. have it? Does Rite Aid? Does Rite? Do they carry clothing yes, as well? We're getting texts coming in from people who've gotten stuff at Rite Aid. You know, in fact, I wouldn't mind opening this up to anywhere <laughs> that does not sell clothing <laughs> that you bought clothing from like and Hallmark. I'll, well, I go. Yeah, I bought a. I bought Rochelle a, a T-shirt for. I was there getting gift cards for her birthday. Yeah, and but they had you know Hallmark Channel yeah, yeah. T-shirts oh. that were really funny. So I got her one of those while I was there, and and socks. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes a bit a little bit more sense. But I've it I does. purchased two two coats from uh, True Value Hardware Store. <laughs> Like Carhartt, like. But I mean, what happens is they okay. they sell to contractors. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is just meant to you know. Do they sell clothes at like uh, Home Depot or Lowe's? They do. They do. They do. They'll, they'll sell. Kind of they'll sell. They'll like, sell like emergency worker um, okay. clothing right. or, or, like or heavy slickers, duty, yeah. heavy duty stuff. Yeah. All right, but I mean less Not, practical and more sundresses and uh, <laughs> when the shark bite shirts. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hang on. I'm gonna go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? So it may have been three or four summers ago. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to a barbecue for July 4th. I don't know if it was Freehold or somewhere in that area. And I made a, a mixed drink, like a, an energy drink in a water bottle. Mm-hmm. And the cap wasn't on. <laughs> and I, I shook it, and it shook all over my, my, my T-shirt, my white T-shirt. So I got close to the house, and there was a Petco or a PetSmart or something like that. And I knew they had clothes because there was a gag gift we did for Christmas. <laughs> So I walked in there, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll get lucky, and I could turn one of these shirts inside out. And I happened to find a shirt with two gerbils on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, you don't need to turn that inside out. Wear your gerbils proudly. Wow. So, so yeah, so I turned it inside out, and it was like a white T-shirt. It just happened to have two gerbils on it. I would have kept the gerbils outside. So at a pet smart. Okay. All right. That you wouldn't expect to find. I've I've never seen clothing there before. I I agree with Kathy, though. When you're in a place and there's something that the the entire inventory is something other, and you find the anomaly, like, oh, my God, look what they sell here. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they sell this? Why would they sell this? Mm -hmm. Uh, I will go next to Kathy. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Hi, um, I think, are you talking to me, Kathy? Yes, I am. Hi. Hi. Good morning, guys. I bought a onesie at a grocery store um, as a gift, in fact, and I intentionally, like, went. You went intentionally to go purchase this onesie? I was there the week prior, actually grocery shopping. I saw this onesie. It had a giant owl on it. 
My sister lives in Florida, loves owls, and it said, there's somebody in King of Prussia who loves you. I was like, that's adorable. That's there you okay. go. Like, so that's cute. I, I've seen baby baby clothing in um, supermarkets. In, 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 yeah, okay. in, in those sections, you'll see the bibs, you'll see the onesies, you'll see some of that stuff. When we were growing up, we I don't think for uh, maybe for seven or eight years of our uh, you know of my life. All my sneakers came from a bin in the supermarket. It was all like, and they had a little piece of plastic that connected them together. My my mother would pull out the, you know, my size, look for the basic size. It was an approximation. We used to get a lot of clothing from supermarkets. Hmm. Uh, speaking of that, let me go to Courtney. Hey, Courtney, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hi, what's up, Courtney? So that's so funny that Steve says that. Um, I'm 38 now, but back when I was about eight or nine, um, I was at a Thriftway supermarket with my dad, and they had a bin of really cool sneakers at the end of the aisle. And I asked my dad, can you get me these? I love these. These are so cool. And he looks at the price, and he goes, oh, God, no, I can't afford these, and throws them back in the bin. So he sends me to another aisle to grab something. I go and get it for him. I meet him back at our shopping cart. And as we're in line, I notice shoelaces sticking out from underneath my dad's sweatshirt. We get home, and my dad's unloading the groceries and pulls a pair of sneakers out from underneath his sweatshirt. He shoplifted them? He shoplifted my sneakers oh my from God. the Thriftway supermarket in the Port Richmond Village. Yes, he did. <laughs> what? Dear God, what a criminal. So my dad, um, his money went more to his extracurricular activities. Oh, so his his moral compass didn't necessarily point to the north. So and he wasn't about to pay supermarket prices for shoes. Oh, God, no. Well, no and he had, he had to get his kids yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. No way. So, yeah, which wasn't the first time he took me shoplifting with him, but it was the first time he shoplifted something for me. And Normally, from the grocery was, store. Wow. Don't you? But isn't that always a special moment? from the grocery store, but definitely First time it was clothing from the grocery store, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that was his loving act for Preston, you. Preston, do you remember the Thanks, first Courtney. things you shoplifted for each of your children? Oh, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's happened so many times, I don't remember the first time <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I can't God. remember the first time. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let me go to Janice. Hi, Janice. Good morning. Hi. Hi, what's up, Janice? So, you got to tell Preston that the Ace Hardware in Harleysville sells clothes. Preston, yeah, hey, Preston, yeah. the Ace Hardware oh. in Harleysville sells clothes. No, Thank Kathy, you. He, she was talking to Steve. Steve, can you tell oh, Preston? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Preston, yeah. the Ace Hardware in Harleysville sells clothes. Yeah, uh, I, 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 it's kind of wild. I guess a lot of hardware stores sell clothing. Well, Janice is right. At that particular Ace, they sell, they do, they all have, they have all kinds of home goods and things like that. Are you talking to me? As well as clothing. <laughs> I, this is true. No, but could you tell Steve? Uh, so, yeah, they, they do have, uh, that's right, I forgot about that. Thank you. Uh, uh, Janice. Um, let me go uh, to Carrie wanted to comment on a hardware store too. Hey Carrie, good morning. Hi, I got uh, children's pajamas and my son a pair of boxers at a hardware store up in the Thousand Islands because it was a Canadian company brand that I absolutely love and I got excited because I didn't have to go shopping anywhere else. I could get them at the hardware store. All right, you just so you just brought up something. I just remembered this from the other day. I was in line. I was getting uh, I was getting motor oil from the the True Value on uh, Ridge uh, Avenue, and I'm there. And I at, in a big box, Preston. They have holiday super thick like socks slipper things. Mm-hmm. With rubber yep. nubs on the bottom, and I'm like, oh, I want these for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they were only now it said for women, and I'm like, 
What's the diff? What's the delineation? Doesn't matter. You mm. feel like a woman sometimes. There you go. Absolutely. Get in touch like, with your feminine side. Why can't I wear these? Thanks, Carrie. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, Let's go. Girls. Actually, there's a place not Are you far. Ready, girls? There's a, there's a place not far from me. It's in Harleysville, and it's called uh, Tractor Supply. Yeah. yeah. And they great sell, sushi. They sell all kinds of clothes there. Do uh, they? They they also have an entire. Boot and shoe section. I almost got cowboy boots there. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, they have. Uh, I was surprised at, at what portion of their. Why were you in tractor supply? Uh, just it was new, and I wanted to see what okay. was in there. And I went by, and I'm like, they got they got lots of stuff. Don't think it Kathy's ass. Don't think it Kathy's ass. Allie, I'm going to the tractor place. <laughs> Got to get my mind off some stuff. By the way, this is how it all started, wasn't I know. it? Yeah. <laughs> Your jumpsuit. I had a whole other thing I was going to go to. Sorry about that. No, no. Kathy's ass. Don't think about Kathy's ass. So what kind of tractors do you sell here? I'm actually uh, glad we started talking about this. Some of the texts that came in, uh, this one says, uh, the only clothing the, C- the CVS by my house sells is old fat guy Jimmy Buffett Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Yes, I have seen that. There. Have you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here's another one that says, from Philly, moved to Texas over a year ago. Clothing in a grocery store is normal here in Texas. They have some sprawling, I think that one of the, their chains out there is Tom Thumb Page, which is super huge. Like a, uh, you know, and yeah, everything you want you can find there, but a lot of it is just weird stuff. Can we all go to CVS today and everyone buy the uh, your favorite item? Five we'll, favorite pieces of clothing? Yeah, I would yeah. love yeah. to do that. Tomorrow. I would right. love to do that. I'll do it. I'll this do one it. says, my wife has purchased underwear at ShopRite. Yeah, sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I do think, and I'm trying to find this picture, there, there is a big difference between buying something. And renting it. No, ironically. Oh, okay. All right, because uh, I have a picture of me and Chuck when we were in Disney on our way to the airport. We stopped at a gas station. Right. And there were, uh, so we, I ironically bought like old lady t-shirts. Kitchy, that, kitschy, kitschy stuff. Kitschy, kitschy no, that, stuff. I completely get that. There's a big difference between buying stuff like that right. and actually buying quote-unquote fashion. No, I agree. I agree. Where you're, where you're actually go, oh my God, I cannot wait to wear this. Right. <laughs> That's to the wedding. To, yeah, poop I'm, in, I'm, I'm in a pinch. Yeah. Let me head to the Rite Aid to get my wedding dress. Hey, we got to take a break, but and I don't have time to go to the call, but Mike said he worked at CVS. They would have leather jackets around Christmas time. Stop <laughs> it. Leather wow. or right. faux leather? It says Can leather. we find out? Le- well, I'll yeah. go to him real right. quick, but we got to take a break. Right. I'm going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Yep. Yep. So leather or like a uh, pleather? Uh, it was definitely like a fake leather. Okay, fake okay, so leather. But still, <laughs> you wouldn't expect that at a CVS, right? No, I right, wouldn't but... expect that at all. <laughs> Not at all. All right, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Can you tell Steve that they had them? Uh, all right, so a number of calls on the line that we're not going to be able to get to. Some uh, people found clothing in Family Dollar. I would think a dollar store. Dollar store is yeah. where you're going to get that sort of stuff. Yeah, as opposed to... Not in know, a hardware store. Or a, a pharmacy or a grocery store. Or a tractor supply place. That, too. Interesting. All right, well, thank you for the calls. I appreciate it. We do need to take a break, and we got to come back in a moment because Stacy Keach is going to be joining us. Great actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Stay with us. up your look with a fall merch updated MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit and work nicely if you're one of those this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. 
The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. Our next guest, we are excited to speak to. Steve and I are huge fans of him. Absolutely. And it uh, doesn't matter what he's promoting. We would love to have him on, which is great because I'm not really sure what he's promoting. <laughs> I, it, it looks very interesting. It I'll does. say that. And we're going to need him to explain it to us. And that's what I right. what I would like to do. But but it's it's spoken word. Yep. And, and which we love. He has such a great vocal delivery. I'm curious if he's done radio in his career because I, I, would, I would guess that he has just yeah. from the sound. But listen, we'll get to all that in a moment. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Stacey Keach. Yeah. To the program and a good morning to you, Stacy. Good morning, Preston. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm very well. So, uh, can, can the you? Of technology. I'm, I'm talking to you from Poland. Poland, what? get out of here! How come you have a better connection uh, talking yeah. to us from Poland? I'm outside of Warsaw in a little town called Magdalenka. Wow! And uh, it's two o'clock in the afternoon here. I know it's six o'clock in the morning where you are. I think uh, it's well, nine a.m. here, nine, but yeah. but yeah, that's uh, that's a huge difference. Well, good on you, man. That's fantastic. So, what 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 finds you in Poland this morning? What's that? What finds you in Poland? Oh, my wife is Polish. We have a house. I've been living. Uh, I have a house here. Uh, oh, all right. Thirty years. 30 okay. Years. Before we That's talk question. about the, the, the project, we just had a discussion this morning of places you would never consider going to to vacation. And I've yeah. been to Sweden because we have family in there. I never thought about right. going there. was so glad I did. Is Poland that way? Are there, uh, there's got to be beautiful spots to visit. It's a wonderful country. I mean, everybody is having this terrible experience of spiking right now with the virus, mm-hmm. in Europe particularly. But it's a beautiful country. I love it, and uh, hopefully this is going to, you know, subside in the near future. I yeah, hope. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, listen about this uh, this project, Samuel Lie and other yeah. stories by Paul Sipkin. Um, Paul Sipkin, uh, yes, yes, a wonderful Russian writer, translated by Paul Lazarus, who is a wonderful director, and uh, I worked with him back in the '90s when he was running the Passenger Playhouse, did a little play called. Solitary Confinement by uh, Rupert Holmes, uh-huh. and uh, uh, I discovered this writer uh, through Paul, and I, he's fascinating. I mean, it's a wonder. He's really an extraordinary storyteller, and I think that uh, um, he reminds me a lot of Chekhov. I mean, uh, in, in, in a you know a young Chekhov. Well, we always we always think of of, of Russian literature as uh, dour and nihilistic and uh, all that. It, 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 this seems like there's a broad range of of uh, stuff in here with di- different actors reading it. Is that correct? Right. Exactly right. Wonderful actors. Vanessa Williams, Jason Alexander, Michael Yuri, wonderful actors reading these very interesting stories. And he, as a, as a, he speaks very good English. Uh, he was inspired as a young writer by Mark Twain and O. Henry. So he's pretty much tied into American writers, uh, and his stories are, are they're, <laughs> they're they're funny and they're moving and they're they have a thriller like quality to them. Uh, it's very suspenseful. Well, and you can go and find them at uh, www.sipkinstories.com. Uh, well, pe- people people down. are looking for stuff like this. They're looking for you know something just to kind of uh, take, as you said, take their mind off of what's going on in the world. So, so th- there is an uh, an opportunity for you. Uh, to Preston's observation earlier, have you yourself done radio in your lifetime? Uh, I, I know you've done voiceover work, but radio in general. I've done, yeah, uh, 
as a matter of fact, this weekend, uh, L.A. Theater Works is a is a wonderful organization. I've been I was a founding member of it. They do plays in front of a live audience for radio. Okay. They're radio radio dramas, and we're doing Frankenstein Sunday night, ten o'clock, KPFK. I love that old style radio production. Oh, me it's too. just some of the best, yeah. you know, theater of the mind, and it's kind of what we do, but in a much more profane way. But it's still sort of similar. Anyway, I wanted radio to. Radio was what first inspired me to become an actor. My oh. dad was. A, he did a show called Tales of the Texas Rangers. He produced it and directed it back in the fifties. And I used to go down to the studio to watch these actors perform live. And I was mesmerized by it. I, I loved it. Radio, I love radio. I mean, it's, it, it caters to the imagination. Well, I, I have to tell you, you have been, and Preston was uh, in the intro mentioning this, you've been a part of so many uh, pop culture and movie experiences that I just have adored and have recommended to so many people. You're in the film version of The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, which is an, a masterpiece with Alan Arkin and uh, based on the Carson McCullough story, which is which is great. Uh, the New Centurions, and then we were pointing out uh, the fact that American History X, which is a film that just thunders, it, yeah. it would not work were you, and I, I mean this is a compliment, as reprehensible a character as you, you were in it. For, 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 it to have, for it to have the bite that it had, you had to see the opposites of, of that. And the performance was just amazing. Do you have any memories from working on that film? Oh, yes, I do indeed. In matter of fact, during the shooting of that film, we had to, we, we were in... It, this, our sets or our locations were top secret because we were very worried that uh, we were going to get visited by some guys that didn't want to see what we were depicting. Right. And years after it came out, I'll never forget. I was well, I was in shortly after it came out. I was in an airport, and this guy. I looked up, and I he, he was definitely a skinhead, and he was coming toward me. And I thought, oh no, this is he. He was walking aggressively toward me. Yeah. And he came over and he dropped down to his knees. He said, "You're my God. You're my God." I mean, I get the hell out of me. Yeah, that, mm. that character um, had a lot of influence over. Uh, you know, I mean, he, uh, he he became heroic to a certain group of white nationalists. That's, That's wild because I think the the film had to me must have incited the other way as well because it's so it's such a powerful message against it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, Ed Norton. Great, great actor, and he was wonderful. In that Stacey, film. I right, had to ask. Film, it's very troubling, but it's a beautifully, it's beautifully done. Oh, I watched it two times in in one day. It was it was very profound to me. Um, I wanted to ask Stacy from earlier in your career how you ended up working with Cheech and Chong on Up and Smoke because that was a completely uh, different direction for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that movie. I just uh, <laughs> well, we all at that time we were all living in Malibu. Okay. We were, we knew each other. We were running each other, and and uh, they asked me if I'd like to play this character, S S Sergeant Stadinko. <laughs> I read the script, and I loved the script. It was so funny. And, uh, it's the best. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, well, listen, Stacey, We know you only have a few minutes because you talk some other. You have talked some other people, but if if uh, if people are interested in uh, Samuel Lyon, the other stories by Paul Sipkin. Um, it is available now at SipkinStories.com. And do you are, are you narrating one or several of the stories in this uh, line? One. Okay. okay. One story. Yeah. One story. And there, there are ten actors. There are ten stories. Okay. And so it's a wonderful buy. It really is. And, you know, 
since we're hunkered down in our homes right now, I mean, I think, you know, people will appreciate it. Well, we'll look into it, absolutely. Thank you, Stacy. It's uh, great to speak to you and uh, and have Thank a you guys. have a wonderful day. Have Thank you. Day. All right, Stacy Keach, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would have loved to have talked to him longer, though. Man. I, I so know many... uh, that that uh, Sergeant Stadenko in uh, in Up and Smoke. It's it's such a bizarre character. I would love when he'd start reeling off the the na- the the the, uh, the names for drugs. Peruvian Flake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, I, I love it. And the, um, uh, the one of the the scenes that just uh, of the multitude of scenes that he's in that just makes you die laughing is they have this drug sniffing dog <laughs> that there there's a basically a, a van built out of pot yeah and uh, they t- cut to a picture of the dog and the dog is back with its four <laughs> legs to the air <laughs> I love it man I love it hey but a question uh, when when all men get old, do they develop a whistle when they speak? <laughs> yeah, because my dad does too. Really? Yeah, I think it's just something with your mouth happens when you get old. You you start to whistle. But some people speak. also, when they're younger, do it. Our um, mm-hmm. uh, promotions um, genius uh, Eric. He there's a little bit of whistle there. Does now he have and a then. whistle? A little bit of a whistle now and then. Mm, okay. Hey, what was that Rupert Holmes reference that he made in that interview? Uh, Stacey Keish brought up Rupert Holmes, uh, uh, but I didn't. Is it the same guy as the Pina Colada song? I, I think missed it. Is. I think he's done stage work and, and stuff of that nature. Really? So uh, I, I, you may want to check on that. I All could right. be completely wrong. In fact, I would bet on it, but I know he's done a lot of theater stuff. Huh. Th- these are the kind of guys that you want to get in the studio. Yeah. You know, so yeah. That, you can't because he's in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, though, that he was calling from Poland. Yeah. I have no idea. Everyone should call from Poland. Yeah, uh, t- you're right, Steve. Television writer and novelist, uh, Rupert Holmes. So he's done some stuff. Um, for the theater and for TV as well. Besides he, the Pina Colada. And writing Pierre's favorite song. He wrote, uh, he, he's won two Tony Awards. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Nice. All right. Um, you know what? I did notice a thing oh or two what? this morning. Oh yes. Besides Kathy's butt uh, in her jumpsuit. <laughs> Don't say Kathy's butt. Don't they say <laughs> Kathy ass. Um, Kathy ass. Damn. <laughs> I said not to say that. Actually, Kath ass. I think it's not Kathy. Cat ass. Cat ass. Yeah, cat ass. Dude, I called it. So there was a nun, Sister Helen Mary, and I called her. We used to call her Sister Harry Mellon behind her back, and I called her that to her face because I was thinking to myself, don't call her Sister Harry Mellon. And yeah. I called her that. But I did it as an adult. I was not a student at the time. Oh, <laughs> so she didn't uh, She didn't hit you with a. No. Yeah. With a she was a shaker. Yeah. She would shake you. Or she would shake yeah. you. I want you dead. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to die. Harry Mellon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Helen Mary. Helen Mary, <laughs> Harry Mellon. Okay. Uh, so the thing I noticed? Yes. The noticer's here. Uh, Keith Ranieri, the leader of the Nexium sex cult, was sentenced to 120 years Ooh. in prison Whoa. yesterday. So uh, The Vow is the series on HBO. It wrapped up. It was 10 episodes. I don't know. Did you Have you finished it yet? No, nah, I still got two left to watch. So it doesn't, it doesn't listen, it's it's not as uh, crazy riveting as the uh, the Scientology, uh, you know, specialist, but it's really good. Yeah. And it's the fact that they have so much footage and so much stuff that was shot throughout the, the, the people basically were, were converts who then left. Nexium and realized that they were be, being taken for a ride. So there's yeah. a lot of stuff. And one guy was a documentarian. Another was a couple. One was an actress. These yeah. main people that that defected and wanted to to turn things around. And so therefore they knew to document everything. Once exactly. they were already documenting within the cult, but then afterwards when they were going through the process of trying to expose it, they were documenting that as well, which turned made it for very compelling television. So he Ranieri. 
uh, has been convicted of sex trafficking and other crimes. Mm. His company, Nexium, had offered self-improvement workshops, but they were actually a cult-like criminal operation with some of the women involved sexually abused by Ranieri and other women, by the way. And by the way, some of these, I mean, we're talking, we're not talking people who are your classic lost individuals. No. They're, uh, the, the Seagram's heiress and was in fact, part of this. They say in the... Uh, in the the documentary that he wanted these well-to-do intelligent yeah. people now they weren't lost they they had some things about themselves that they wanted answered they the, they, they you know about self-help existence yeah. and, and 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 a better life and so on and and obviously to continue success or to achieve success but they were already doing fine as they were but they fell into the trappings of Giving your money over yeah, to this, right? Being limited in uh, your social uh, engagements and 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 eventually your food intake and stuff like and that. And that that came down to the sex part of it. So there was a, a a group that splintered off from it. That was uh, the one that you probably read about or heard about, where they were actually uh, they were branding women with a with the mark, which is uh, which is amazing. They had them sticking to five hundred calories a day, I think it was, because because he likes them very thin. Yeah. And uh, it was just a, it's it's just unbelievable. Kissed and we, everybody on the lips too, right? All everybody. the time, yeah, yep, yep. And we, the weird thing is, we've mentioned this on the air before. Is while watching this documentary, as they're going through the tenets of this organization and the ideals behind it, some of it you're like. That's a great idea. That actually does make sense. You're yeah, like, yeah. That sort of, and so I you can't see let why the anger, help, you know, control me like that. You and know? so, as, as one of the guys says, Preston, he goes, "No, he goes, we didn't join a cult. Yeah. We, it didn't present itself as a cult. It actually presented itself as something, or his uh, presentation of it was as something that was going to really accentuate your life. Yeah. It just went south quickly. But even uh, the the main uh, one of the main uh, persons in this had said at the beginning. When, because they had this, uh, they had a rank system, and you had yeah. to wear these scarves that were different colors. And she was like, "This is stupid. stupid. Yeah. What am I doing?" But after getting over the awkwardness of that, it just became part I of. I got routine. my scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's wild, and and it's it's wild to watch people seduced by that type of thing, and step by step being manipulated along the way, while not even knowing that no. it's going on. And all of a sudden, they're they're handing over their money, their time, and then. Their allegiances and things like that, and, and the actress Catherine Oxenberg, who's uh, you know from Dynasty from years ago and all sorts of stuff, her daughter got involved with it, and she's a big part of the series. And now there's a second series, Preston, that focuses completely on her. Yeah, it's from her perspective. Yeah. India Oxenberg is her name, and so I, I'm interested to see that. Yep, because she stayed it, even after all this stuff was coming public, she stayed with it for a, an amount, and I don't know what the turning point was. Yeah, but, but she eventually got out of that. So. Uh, yeah, one in twenty years. This dude's uh, good behavior. Think out in eighty. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I, it's wild because I, I don't know how why people were so, why they were so enamored by him. I mean, he he had answers for them, or you know what what he Quasi felt were answers. Yeah, but I, some of these people just looked at like Allison Mack. She yeah. fell in real oh my deep. God. This and was one of, and, and was one of the enablers. But she's yeah, her just looking at him like almost crying. At what he's saying. Don't to think her. about his ass. Don't think about his ass. <laughs> it's wild, man. So uh, notice that if you haven't seen the vow, it's worth checking out. All right, let's see what else I noticed here. The notice just keeps noticing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I noticed yesterday my family and I uh, voted, and uh, was happy to do that. It's my son Carter's first time. Voting. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Parker's second time voting, uh, and my daughter went along with us. But um, 
you guys probably saw this, but the headstone of women's suffrage leader Susan B. Anthony's grave, uh, they put a plastic cover over it uh, because people were putting their I voted stickers on it. Oh. Which I, which is a nice tribute. Uh, it is, yeah. I, I think, but they wanted to protect the, the actual material of, right. the, of the headstone. There, there are, I guess there are headstones uh, that are classic uh, arrival points for people. Uh, you know, the Jim Morrison... Yeah, uh, who I've been there. Susan B. Anthony is often confused with Jim yeah. Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, the, the, she was the Lizard Queen. Yeah, the Lizard mm-hmm. Queen. But there, there are ones where they like they have to keep um, like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, uh, you know, it's another one. Yeah, you know what? Uh, ben Franklin's grave. You ever been down there? And I have. That? Yes. No. So people throw pennies on it. I think right. Marissa's nodding, and I, I would imagine over time that's got to do some damage. Yeah, I think there's a sign saying that they collect the money and donate it somewhere. Yeah. But also when I was in New Orleans, um, Nick Cage has a mausoleum built already for himself, and oh, people wow. go and kiss that. So Shut up. Nicholas Cage? Okay. Yes. In New Orleans. Praying <laughs> for his death, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I just like him. I don't know. I, I love national treasure. It's just become a thing to do. Yeah. I guess. We, we got to go I'm kiss honored. Nicholas Cage. I'm kissing my tombstone. His, uh, his crypt that is God. empty. Okay. So, okay. Interesting. He just hangs out there. Why do people throw pennies at Ben? And why a not penny leave... saved is a penny earned. Is oh, okay. I'd rather yeah, than... Come on, man. Read a book. Put $50 bills. <laughs> You know, with a grant on it. You know what? It said Nicholas Cage <laughs> stands out front. Bill. Yeah, <laughs> Nicholas Cage stands out front and uh, gives the information on it. Yeah, led a wonderful life. Yeah. Uh, honeymoon in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throw a hundred dollar bill, Casey. I said fifty, like an idiot. Oh, you uh, did? Yeah. I, I missed it. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, well, no, just worry. in case Let's Grant go, shows up. Yeah, yeah just go, go past this part. Man, Nicholas Cage's pyramid is pretty rocking. It is. Who's in Grant's tomb? Hundred dollar bill. Uh, you guys don't have a great plot bought yet, do you? No. No, I'm going to get I, cremated. I have a, I have a, uh, I know a person that has a homemaking beer kit. So. <laughs> <laughs> you shove my ashes yeah, yeah, yeah. in that thing. Uh, I have not. My... No, I, I'm going to be cremated. <laughs> yeah, so are we. Is that narcissistic of Nick Cage to do this thing? I mean, uh, like, it's kind of neat. set up a, an Egyptian pyramid. Yeah, um, uh, it, well I'm... in advance of your own passing. Why not? I mean, if you want I don't know, you, you just made it. a decision that you want to be cremated. Yes, but I don't have a, a, a tribute set up for my place where the uh, ashes are going to be scattered. You don't have an idea of where, soon. of where you want to be scattered? Well, you have your playlist, do you not? Uh, for my funeral? Yes, um, but that's for my, me and my loved ones. This is not a public place well, where people can swing by and, and pay homage to me long before I pass. But listen, I think uh, burial spaces in New Orleans are very limited. At a premium. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's, it's below sea level, and the so, they, so they, have to, they, have to, uh, they have to bury them above ground. Yes. And so there's not much space. Uh, so I think that that's uh, the story with that. So maybe that's okay. why he preserved that in... Uh, maybe somebody found out about it. I don't think he did a tourism campaign for people to go and see yeah, right. his, his tomb. You can learn all about New Orleans in the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Hard Target. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was trying to think of other, other famous graves I may have well, there's through. As a kid, I know that we took some historical trips. I mean, there's there's the monuments and things in D.C., and, and I've been to Kennedy's grave and all that. Michael Myers' grave keeps getting stolen. You know it does? That. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, I don't know. There are some famous. In, 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 there are a whole bunch. You talked about the trip to England. You know, they're obvious. Any, any place that has any... You know, Rich, our, our, our cemeteries here are... are mm. There's a know. few. I've looked it up before. Uh, an interesting one over here. Uh, so we have Laurel Hill over yeah. here. What's what's across the... That's Laurel school? Hill West. That's Laurel East Hill West? and West, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, the guy who uh, created the 
the Derringer, the the gun, he's buried there. Is his name Derringer? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Rick Derringer? Not Rick Derringer. Who did Rock, <laughs> Rock and Roll, roll Hoochie No. <laughs> I know they I, might be related. I don't know. Optimus Prime hung out in the, the one across the river in uh, the second yes, Transformers did. movie. He's yeah. not buried there, though, is he? No, no, no. That'd he's be buried. a huge plot. Yeah, he's Cybertron. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I'm trying to think. <laughs> I love this song, by the way, man. So this guy invented a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I remember seeing notables who were buried at Laurel Hill, and his was one of the names. I was surprised to not see more famous statesmen uh, names pop up. In our in our area? Henry Dillinger. Derringer. Derringer. <laughs> Derringer, not Dillinger. Henry Dillinger's buried in Henry Derringer's grave. Yeah. What an oversight. Throw, throw a $50 bill on it. <laughs> <laughs> to tribute. Ben Franklin. The ben Franklin. The Everyone goes to kiss in honor of Susan Look Mann. up. See if you can look up and see what famous people are buried in uh, Laurel Hill Cemetery. There's got to be more. How many yeah. dead with people the history? Are there? With the history of this city. Yes. And and we've got nothing except that. Yeah. There's got to be more buried there. I don't know. Right. I know that uh, notable burial. Wait. Um, Nancy uh, is it Strungen or um, oh from the the, uh, the Sex Pistols? Nancy, she's buried around here somewhere. Oh, I didn't huh. know that. Uh, yeah, so have you pulled them up, Nick? Yeah, these are all not- notables at the Laurel Hill Cemetery. Some of these names I recognize, but most of them I don't. Yeah. Uh, what Callis. about uh, Harry Callis? What about um, uh, Larry Fine? I don't know where he's buried. That's a good question. He's I'll look him good. up next, but I'm just looking through these names, uh, Steve, to see if there's anybody that sort of jumps out at me. And there's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot. There's definitely a lot. There's yeah. a lot in Père Lachaise. I mean, you mentioned Jim Morrison, and uh, there are a lot of notables in, in Paris that were buried there as well, not just not just Jim. Yeah, I saw Chopin's grave. That was the Chopin. only other famous. Yeah, Chopin. Balzac is there. Uh, Balzac's Balzac. are yummy. Yeah, Honoré de Balzac. Who's that? <laughs> I just like saying his name. He's a poet, French poet. Oh, okay. Yeah, Harry Callis. So we're going through the names in alphabetical order. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for one that, that really pops that was uh, a, a big uh, historical name. Uh, and I know there's got to be. sex are yummy. There you go. Welcome to the grave. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, people are putting, uh, they put up a plastic covering. Yes. Over Susan B. Anthony's grave because there were so many I voted stickers on it, which I think is a nice tribute to everything that she stood for. So, yes. Hold on, Marissa. Uh, as we said before, my boyfriend's uh, brewery is named the Larimer after an actual general named General Larimer. He was buried in Pittsburgh, so uh, there's nothing else to do in Pittsburgh, so we went to a cemetery. Oh, you did? We did. So we found his grave, but I found online a hand-drawn um, map of the of the graveyard that was pretty much the size of Laurel Hill Cemetery. We got locked in to the graveyard. No. Because it was like dark and snowing. So we had to call 911 Dude. to let us out of this graveyard. That's how the horror movie was. starts. Yes, all the time. You know? My name is General Alamo. Wow. So, Steve, uh, Larry Fine um, betrayed his Philadelphia roots and is buried in Forest Lawn in L.A. with a lot of other notable people. Well, that's that's where the celebrities get buried. Humphrey Bogart, uh, Walt Disney. Marilyn Monroe. Nat King Cole. Yeah. Yeah. The list goes on. Yep. Okay. Anyway, um, and by the way, that song that you played, Casey, that the... Yeah. It's Blues Traveler. No, we we had always... We had made up lyrics for that song, or I had heard lyrics for it. Do you guys know what they were? No, no. Play it, play it from the beginning, please. Oh, okay, here we go. ready? Yep. Pray for the dead, and the dead will pray for you. You made that up? I don't know. I remember, oh. it. I remember it from a kid, as a kid. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard that before. 
Also, also, there's a place in France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a hole and in the, the wall, wall where the boys can see it all. all. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh. I have some other things I noticed. You did. I did. Is that? <laughs> yeah. And if you do, I need my music. I got stuff from the noticer. Uh, Sorry for the delay on the music. It's all right. We're playing funeral stuff. A massive Hollywood memorabilia auction selling off some of Tinseltown's most famous props is set to send classic film fans wild. And Gaga? Some of the items include Tom Cruise's Top Gun bomber jacket. Oh, um, Dr. Mike. Get that for Dr. Mike. <laughs> and Julia Roberts' Pretty Woman boots are all Get that for Kathy. due to go <laughs> under the hammer uh, in all more than 900 pieces. So the pretty women boots are the ones that go all the way up, like the thigh boots, right? Yeah, yep, in the beginning of the movie. Right. Uh, so uh, more than 900 pieces of movie and t- TV memorabilia are being sold by Prop Store at a huge Hollywood auction that will take place in December. Uh, they're not going to be cheap. Uh, the memorabilia has the potential to rake in over $8 million in total based on the valuation done on each piece beforehand. What are some of the other items? Did they mention them? Yes. Uh, Ewan McGregor's, uh, let's see, the lightsaber wielded by Ewan McGregor in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, that's estimated. Now, this this is listed in, in English pounds, right. so i got to kind of ballpark it. But it's going to be somewhere in the $200,000 range. Jesus. A training suit worn by 007 featured in Skyfall. So it's Bond, you know, Daniel Craig wore it. Uh, that has an estimate <laughs> of somewhere in the thirty dollars to $40,000 range. <laughs> no. Uh, the boots worn by Pretty Woman, uh, Julia Roberts could fetch anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Tom Cruise's jacket from Top Gun, uh, it says around thirty grand, thirty to forty grand. It's a, it's got to be a small jacket. He's you, a small dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to buy that for Doctor Mike because he saved your life. Yes, it's true. Uh, Michael J. Fox's jacket from Back to the Future Part Two. Uh, could fetch like thirty thousand. I don't remember what he wore. Is it the one where, where he and his son, also played by Michael J. Fox, um, yeah, are wearing? It's oh. the, the top of it is right there. I can see it okay, uh, on the screen there. The sleeves adjust, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. Mm, I'd want the. Um, I'd want the 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 hoverboard. The ho- no, the uh, if you're talking about something that would you fall wore, off a ship that he wore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. The, the life preserver uh, deal. <laughs> Uh, which I don't, what were those things even called? Vest. Just a vest? Just a vest, yeah. yeah. I guess a down vest. Other highlights include Johnny Depp's pirate hat from Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. What do we hear? What do we hear? What do we hear? He's actually going to be calling the, he's going to be the, the barker or whatever you call those guys. Auctioneer. Auctioneer, thank you uh, for that. My wife crapped in the bed. <laughs> You're just telling it. He brings it up every time. <laughs> yeah, thank, right. you. thank you, sir. <laughs> and sold. <laughs> So to this man here in the gray vest in the, uh, was it, would you fall off a ship? <laughs> uh, Steve, the mechanical alien head from the original Alien film. That's pretty amazing. I yeah. wonder how I wonder how it's held up. Yeah. Who's that? Um, that H.R. Giger? Yeah, man, he did a ton of stuff, right? He did, but yeah. Is, is he, was he a prop master? or No, he was actually a, a, a German artist. It was based on his work. The uh, Stan Winston did the actual um, okay. the effects, you know, and all that, but they used all what they call a biomechanical look. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one sounds pretty cool. Uh, the helmet that Tom Hanks wore in Saving Private Ryan autographed by the cast. Wow. I like that. Even Diesel? Yeah. <laughs> he was a member of that little family. Does anyone so. have a crayon? <laughs> it's not permanent. Come here, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, then you also have Russell Crowe's uh, Stunt Arena Shield from Gladiator. That's cool. Get that for Marilyn, Marilyn Russell. Yep. And Robin Williams' uh, costume in Hook. Oh, neat. The, uh, those boots by Julia Roberts, man, those are those are sexy. Yeah, they are. They're thigh highs. They go all the way up there. Do you think you'd look good in a neck? I think I would. <laughs> yeah. That or the Hook outfit. Either or. <laughs> Kath, you ever worn thigh high boots? Uh, yeah, I have a pair of them. You said you like them, like right? All the way up to the thigh? Uh, yeah, I mean, wow. mid, mid-thigh, not like my hip. I think yeah. okay. a calendar release oh, yeah. party or something a few years ago, you wore them, because there's a, a really great photo of you and Marissa at an event. I'm not Are sure, really if, boys? I'm not sure <laughs> if it was a calendar release party or not. Oh, that was the uh, picture where I tanned everything but my hands, and so if you go back <laughs> oh, yeah. and look, somebody right. pointed it out to me, I did not see it, and someone pointed it out to me and said, you'll never not see it, and he was right. All I see now is my white hand oh, next to my man. Caribbean leg. I want to see that. That's funny. I think I've it's on my that. Instagram account. All right. <laughs> I remember John Gonzalez. He was doing post Phillies post game, and he was wearing TV makeup on his face, and he did it everywhere except for his neck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> uh, also being auctioned off, Jack Nicholson's fedora from his Joker role in Batman. What am I bid? What am I bid? Uh, David Bowie's crystal ball from Labyrinth. Oh, wow. Now, that would be something. Yep. Uh, Brad Pitt's red leather jacket from Fight Club. Huh. And Madonna's hat from Evita. Yeah. Other highlights also. <laughs> I use that as a candy ball. Yeah. Uh, the outfit that Keanu Reeves wore in The Matrix Reloaded. For the first Matrix, I might go for. Um, yeah, I, but I think, uh, I'm wondering if it's like that, that long duster that yeah, he wore yeah. that had the, 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 the short collar on it. It is cool. Um and also the R two S eight droid from Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, is going to be going up uh, for sale. R S R two S eight. That's the little rolly ball, right? Oh uh, yeah. Right no, 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 that's no. DB DB nine or DB Cooper. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. No, that's BB eight. Is in the the BB-8. latest one. Yeah, but Star the Solo had its own droid. So DBDA. It's, oh, maybe it's the uh, whatever R two S eight. It's hard to beat DBDA. <laughs> yep. Why <Twice> stop? <laughs> Uh, the company, by the way, has uh, 30 employees in London and Los Angeles and 25,000 square feet of props wow. and costume archives. I love that stuff. I do, too, and I, yeah. I just look with envy because you can't afford any of it. But, I mean, but like, I, I wonder I, what I would do if I bought something like that. I wonder how long I would be happy with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it is an investment. I mean, so a lot I, of them are investments. You know, I buy these. I just got a, a new a new Batman, um, you know, after like. And and they they do <laughs> they cool do looking. they do appreciate in in value. So, but it, the way to play it, and I've learned, is that you you do these things and these collectibles, the limited stuff that does appreciate. A B, um, when they offer like purchase points and things like that, yeah, and you can parlay those. So it's basically their way of giving you a taste every time. So you're so seduced that you're buying all this stuff. But uh, you know the. the I do enjoy seeing it around the house. Yeah, I, especially I, and in like, the office. I love it. Like you have. You have displayed it properly. Yeah. I think that's the way. If it's just sitting amongst other things that don't belong, I think they could get kind of lost. With your CBS shirt hanging on it. Right. Giacchino does a great job in his office. He's right. got these, these you know, really cool-looking cabinets that he's put all these things in. And they look like yeah. in a whole ensemble, it works. It looks really good. But if you just have... One thing and it's yeah. sitting on the wall. It's yeah, it, it might lose its luster after. I a while, don't know. So. It, 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 it to me, it's it makes me feel good. Here's my white hand, Preston, next to my leg. Wait, okay. Uh, I need a phone. I can't see it from there. 
Hang on. I scroll through it. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and those are, yeah, those are some high boots. Wow, Marissa showing the cleave in that shot, too. Mm-hmm. So the ladies were done up. That was for the uh, oh, yeah. calendar release party. I'm going to throw this back. Oh, over. God, Yeah, no. throw it, throw right. it. Catch it. Oh, oh, my God. God. It. <laughs> Sorry, I hit your hands. Um, all right, let me see what else I noticed. Uh, More for the noticer. Yeah. So many things to notice. 2020 has been a stressful year, I noticed. Notice you noticed that 2020 was stressful or is stressful. A recent survey of over 3,400 American dentists revealed the majority report seeing a rise in stress-related oral health conditions. Like teeth gnashing? Yeah, exactly. Since the uh, pandemic began, this includes jaw grinding and clenching, chipped and cracked teeth, and symptoms of, oh my God, I can't even pronounce this word, uh, temporomandibular disorders. I, I did it! Yay. <laughs> or dysfunction of the jaw muscles, joints, and nerves. I guess because you're just clinching or I'm jaw. having a wonderful time. Or so much fun. Do you want to know what kind of day I'm having? I just bought pants at CVS. <laughs> uh, so there's hope, though, thanks to a retainer-like device known as the Night Guard. Uh, typically worn while sleeping, the device relaxes the jaw. And helps prevent teeth grinding by acting as a barrier between teeth. Is that TMJ that you're yes. talking about? Yes, yep. Yeah, it's my... the uh, gossip site. Uh, no, that's, oh, that's TMZ. TMZ. Yeah. TMJ is what? It's kind of like Lockjaw, lockjaw but it's not quite. And it's it's the things that you're describing right now sound really similar to that. It is. Uh, it has to be. It's a, it's a jaw disorder. In fact, in some cases, it can get very... Um, very severe. I, I, yeah. I don't know why I remember this, but I remember years ago, Burt Reynolds had it so bad that he he suffered um, extreme weight loss. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's bad. Hmm. Some versions of it. What was the, the long word that you said, Preston? It is uh, temporomandibular disorder. That's it. Yeah, so this is the temporomandibular joint. Acts like a sliding hinge. I'm reading it on the screen above. and But it's it can uh, lead to teeth grinding, and it can be a really stressful thing that happens while you're asleep. Okay. Uh, so, one New York City-based dentist described the recent surge of patients requesting night guards as extraordinary. Uh, it estimated it estimated it's that the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Eighty to ninety percent of the population likely grinds and clenches their teeth in cycles associated with stress. Not that I know of. I don't. I don't really. No, I, I. I never have that issue. When I find myself tense and and concerned or upset, yes, I will notice that I'm I'm clenching my teeth. And so, you know, it's a good way to stop that, though. If you do, when you go to sleep, put a bowling pin in your mouth. A bowling yeah. pin? It keeps the your top ah. or the bottom? The top. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. It makes more sense. Yeah, it's a little, it can probably fit into your mouth a little bit more. All right, anyhow, these are a few things that I noticed this morning, so I'll have time for as we need to take a break, but not before we give away two $25 gift cards two? for the Irish Horn. And I'll take callers 12 and 13 at 215-263-WMMR. It's part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night Home Game Kickoff. You can visit uh, WMMR.com slash Bud Light. To enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve show. And as part of the event, you can win incredible prizes for your football home gate, including a case of Bud Light Platinum, $100 Primo's gift card, custom MMR and Bud Light Platinum seltzer pint glasses, and a $25 gift card from a local restaurant like uh, the Irish Horn, which you can find at 882 Second Street in Richboro, PA. So callers 12 and 13. Taking care of you. Uh, we're going to be back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us because some B-File stories are coming up. 
The President Steve Show Podcast 933 WMMR Everything That Rocks. Hey, I missed something on the birthdays. What? I missed something on the birthdays today. It's Jackson's birthday today. Whoa! Jackson Jackson is uh celebrating I don't know which birthday today, but I did see it pop up on my uh on uh, Facebook, you know, a reminder of whose birthday was today. He I just, did not know that. He just got back from some really cool, like, tactical training thing. I yeah, I always that? get invited to go to that. Ernie, uh, our buddy Ernie, is the, the guy who usually plays like, come on out, we'll shoot some guns and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I never yeah. take him up on it, but it looked pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know where it was. They're all wearing uniforms yes! and stuff. Look very manly. Got, like, those, like, military pants and boots and stuff. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this one picture, and I assume... That what they're doing in this, because they're holding on to someone who's behind them, is you're protecting someone okay. as you're holding on to them while you're firing your gun. You know, I didn't know what of, that was either. Okay. Kind of getting in front of them and uh, making sure that they're protected. So I'm wondering. Well, you know, Dr. Mike and I are now an elite paramilitary organization <laughs> yeah. ourselves, yes. and, and so we might have to check into this. I'm wondering if Jackson <laughs> is going to get into, um, I wonder if he gets sold your Fortune magazine. And if he's going to be a mercenary, then he's going to have to split that because he also has a split career as a uh, male model for gay magazines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's, in, he's in the calendar too of the, I know, uh, the I know. Yeah, he looks great. So I, I wonder if he's behind behind the scenes. If he if he zips off to countries unknown to go into hot spots and yeah. uh, get expats out or something like I that. Bet you he's the one they put on the radio, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it just yeah. scares the hell out of everybody. <laughs> When they hear that voice coming across as they're intercepting a coded message. Oh, good for him, man. That's cool. Happy birthday, Mr. Jackson. Uh, we love you to death. Uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. I forgot traffic. Oh, we did. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's going on this morning? Skokal Expressway eastbound slows Broad Street to Front Street. The roadway reduced to two lanes. That's construction. Uh, also eastbound slowing Montgomery to 30th Street. The Vine westbound heavy 8th to the Skokal Expressway. 95 southbound slowing Cotton to Bridge. 295 southbound between 322, exit 11 and Center Square Road, exit 10. We've got the left lane closed with construction until 5 o'clock. And then across the Commodore Barry Bridge westbound side. The roadway reduced to one lane. This traffic report brought to you by Allstate. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with paper mile insurance from Allstate. Call local Allstate agent and get a quote. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Is it okay to do it now? I guess. Casey, you got to restart <laughs> no, it. No, no, you're good. Oh, well, oh. I wanted the, the Oh, answer. you want the whole thing? Yeah. Oh. oh, sorry. That was Preston C. riding on a Segway. Yeah. Okay. Harry Grip. Uh, that's right. The guy who was in the band, uh, not a surf. Did you know that? Uh, no. Okay. no. We're buying time now. They did. No, we're not. No, you're not. Right you're not. He, he's the guy. He did uh, jingles for Wawa for a while, and he did presidency ride on a Segway. He did up your butt with a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> but he did a uh, song popular from a band called Not a Surf. That's oh, a good yeah. song. Back in I always the, liked that song. 1990s. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. the, uh, the decade of the Soup Dragons, Preston. That is. You are correct. All right. We're going to do the B-File now. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. I think he was in the band, wasn't he, Nick? I don't think so. My God damn it. What are you thinking of? <sighs> don't listen to what I say. All right. Uh, oh, oh no, 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 no. I remember what it was. He did a song called Van Halen. Nerf Herder. From Nerf Herder. Yeah. Nerf- 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 
Scrappy Dancer. Scrappy Dancer. Started with an N. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay. That was a funny song. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. Nerf uh, Herder, New Kids on the Block. Brought to you this morning by Hers Game Day Traditions. Even at your home gate, however you're gearing up for the game, make sure to have uh, Philly's favorite chip, Hers Forever Good. A Bronx man was left horrified when he fell more than a dozen feet into a sinkhole that was swarming <gasps> with rats. Yes. Kathy, it made it difficult for him to even open his mouth to call out for help for fear that they would get into his mouth. There were so many rats. I think, I really think that I would die in that situation. Like you would have a heart attack from fear. Would you kill yourself? No, no, but I think that like a heart attack would definitely be a strong possibility for me. Um, Where was this again, Preston? It was in New York. So New York rats are the size of small dogs. Yeah. Is it the movie 1984 where they have that rat in the cage? Yes. Okay. Uh, I had a hard time watching that. Winston's greatest fear is rats, so they put one right in front of him. That's where the line rats comes from. Uh, No, that's uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So uh, very similar. They did a version of 1984. Leonard Shoulders had been waiting on a bus at 3rd Avenue across from St. Barnabas Hospital on Saturday when the sidewalk caved in. His mom, uh, Cindy White, said it could have been anyone. Uh, Surveillance video shows the moment that Shoulders falls into the sidewalk trying to hold on to and ultimately plummeting 12 to 15 feet. She said he went down feet first. He was just standing on the sidewalk and it was like suction, like a sinkhole. He just went down in it. Stop playing with those rats and come in, Jack. Uh, shoulders refused to scream for help, fearing that the rats in the hole would fill his mouth. Oh, my God. It's a slice of hell. She was quoting him when, when she said, he was like, Ma, the rats down there were ridiculous. Ma! Uh, they were so, they were like so big, he was scared to yell out. How old was he again? Uh, I don't know. 33. Uh, oh, 33, yeah. Oh. <laughs> After nearly half an oh hour God. of waiting, the firefighters and police arrived to the scene and they retrieved him. Wow, the rats are like so big. A temporary fence <laughs> is set up while crews work to fix the hole. Uh, three businesses in the area have had to close as well while the hole is being fixed. You guys going to fix the rat hole? Uh, the Department of Buildings is investigating the incident. Potential enforcement actions are pending the results of that investigation. Do they have any um, suggestions as to why the hole was filled with rats? No, not in that story okay. that I saw. I don't I don't know if it led to a sewer system underneath or what, but he just literally, it's like a trap door open beneath him. Oh, and he just God. goes straight down. Yeah. It's wild. Uh-huh. Uh a dispute between Bond King, meaning bonds in right. the stock market, Bill Gross, and his next-door neighbor over a $1 million outdoor sculpture has developed into police calls to their Laguna Beach mansions, multiple legal actions, and allegations that the billionaire investor blared the Gilligan's Island theme song <laughs> on a loop at all hours just to piss off his neighbors. Rich people fights. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. So the Bimco co-founder, Pimco co-founder, and his partner, former they supplied pimps to the uh, <laughs> underprivileged countries around. Former the world. professional tennis player Amy Schwartz are being accused by tech entrepreneur Mark Tauf, uh, Taufik, okay, and his wife of harassment and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Jeez, the cause, yes, the cause is a twenty-two foot long blue glass installation and an even bigger pole and netting structure erected to protect it that Tofik said blocked his view, prompting a complaint to the city. 
It's another in a long line of bitter quarrels between well-to-do neighbors in Southern California's most expensive neighborhoods who sometimes find with a coveted address comes deep-pocketed adversaries and little peace of mind. And that blocking the view thing has set off a number of battles, like especially in Malibu where yep. people mm-hmm. have beach views and somebody will come in and move in and set up some sort of structure that pisses them off. At issue this time is an artwork that can be lighted at night and features cobalt-colored reeds stretching nearly 10 feet in height, swimming marlin and globes inspired by traditional uh, blown glass Japanese fishing boat floats. It does not look obtrusive at all. It's just an arts installation on the side of the house. It didn't even block the view. What happened, Nick, is they put up this cage-like structure to protect it. A bunch of and idiots. then that's what that's what pissed off the neighbors. So it was created by this. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into the the guy who did the ceiling. The Bellagio created oh, yeah, this artwork, Chihuly so, or whatever, right? Yeah, well done, Nick. It was yeah. Dale Chihuly, a Chihuly. Yeah, Chihuly. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the the lawn sculpture was installed in 2019. Should spent the money on a funeral pyramid. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I didn't. I thought you left. <laughs> no, I'm hanging around since that. Cemetery talk. Anyhow, the dispute began when Gross and Schwartz uh, had Gross in- and Schwartz had installed netting this year to protect the work wow. after it was damaged. Gross and Schwartz, in a lawsuit, said more than fifty thousand dollars in damage, apparently caused by a thrown rock, as evidence of an escalating campaign of vandalism. Uh-huh. Tofik and his wife said that it was probably damaged by something falling on it. You threw a rock at my installation. Uh, someone associated with Gross and Schwartz told a code enforcement officer that netting was temporarily temporary and was needed to protect the sculpture from uh, trees and mother nature. And that the palm front, a palm front, had caused a hundred thousand dollars in damage. But the bottom line is, is it's still up? This was back in July. They were supposed to remove it. And they still have it up. So now this coil is going on, and there's a lawsuit and all this stuff back oh. and forth with rich people hating their neighbors and fueled with tons of cash reserves yeah. to keep that fight going. And why not? It gives them something to do, I guess. Oh, wow. Man. All right. Uh, here's another story. A man identified only as Nathan owns 808 Bar and Kitchen in Sunderland, England, and says he found a man asleep in his restaurant's bathroom on Saturday. Next to the suspect was a bucket full of beer bottles, cider, and also a half-eaten cheesecake. Mm. Uh, Nathan realized the man had broken in overnight after reviewing security camera footage in which saw two men enter and take several items. The video only showed one man leaving, however. Two men enter, one man leaves. Yes. And uh, he, he locked... Not only the cheesecake survives. He saw the man and locked him inside the bathroom and called police. He suspect that the thief was possibly on drugs. Can you, can you send the cheesecake in? And police <laughs> took the man into custody and are still looking for the other man. But, uh, yeah, he passed out. All right, and there you go. That's all we have time for in the B-File this morning. All right, let's get our secret text word winner. Kathy, what caller number would you like today? 15. All right, call it 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the secret text word. We have the digital download of Beetlejuice for you. We'll also grab a random texter when we get back as well. So stay put. We'll return shortly. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's Wednesday morning. And it's kind of a cloudy day. It's going to stay that way from what I see. And uh, temperatures are comfortable. 
They're the best they're going to be for the rest of the week. 68, so enjoy that because jacket weather is definitely arriving. So a little bit cooler tomorrow with some rain. 56, much cooler on Friday. With some morning rain, the high temperature, 46 degrees. So that's going to be the chilly one. Okay. Maybe starting off with some frost. Well, since it's going to be raining, probably not, but um, in the morning. But it's going to start feeling like that. So the the jacket, might want to clean that out this weekend and get ready for it. Uh, Saturday for Halloween looks sunny and cool, 59 degrees. Then we'll be back up to 60 on Sunday. Well, that's the most Saturdays. That's that. That's very workable for that's Halloween. Workable. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. very much down with that. So if uh, people are doing stuff in the neighborhood, <clears throat> I'm sure the fire pits and, and so on will will be out. But uh, just a little bit on the cool side, but uh, no rain. So Absolutely. That'll work. That's great. Uh, what are we doing here? We got the word. Oh yeah. Word. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. We were looking for a number caller, and that was uh, caller 15 for the secret text word, and it is Chris. We're going to. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, Chris. I have one question, and that is, what is the word or the uh, secret text word? The secret text word is horny. Horny. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> Hang on a second, Chris. We. <laughs> We are going to set you up. We have a digital download of Beetlejuice, hence the name. Uh, Say his name three times, uh, since the song. Did I say hence the name? Hence the song. Uh, Say his name three times and let the hysterical horror begin. And Tim Burton's beloved classic Beetlejuice, starring Michael Keaton as the ghost with the most, is available now on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. And we're also going to set up I believe his name is Ed Couts, C-O-U-T-T-S. Yeah, let's go with that. Who is from uh, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. Nice. And you are taking care of my friend, so enjoy. All right, let's do the lesson question for today. See if you've been paying attention. We have a $60 Metro Diner gift certificate to give to you. If you can tell me uh, the answer to this, the towns of Gobi and Wartburg, Tennessee, are about a quarter mile up the road from which other town? 215-263-WMMR. The, the towns of Gobby, it was Gobby. Gobby yeah, yeah. and Wartburg, Tennessee, are about a quarter mile up the road from which other town? <laughs> 215 wmmr We'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get us some stars. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, actor Pierce Brosnan listing his stunning Malibu Beach House for $100 million. The realtor describes the home as exactly the home James Bond would live in if he really wanted to live next to Pat Sajak. (laughs) Kristen Cavallari getting revenge on estranged husband Jay Cutler's recent dating by publicly making out with comedian actor Jeff Dye at a Chicago bar. And just to rub salt in the wound, Cavallari fouled that up by rimming James Belushi. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And finally, Jill Dillard Duggar reportedly earning the wrath of her father, Duggar family patriarch Jim Bob Duggar, because she got a nose piercing. Jill says his reaction definitely informed her decision not to tell him about her machine gun mounted dildo. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. All righty, to the phones we go. Looking for the answer to today's question. The towns of uh, Gobby and Wartburg, Tennessee, are about a quarter mile up the road from which other town? And I am going to go to Nat for the answer. Yo, Nat. Nat? It says oh, Nat. Matt. Is it? Is it Matt? Matt. Okay, Matt. Matt. Uh, Matt, do me a favor. Yeah, what? Mike, come on, dude. I'm on. It's Pud Cleave, baby. There you go. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now that's the nat I know. The answer is Pud Queef. And uh, yeah, Matt got it right. And we are going to set him up with a $60 Metro Diner gift certificate. And you can amplify your next sports viewing party at home with help from your neighborhood Metro Diner. Who have added meaty boneless and traditional wings to their menus alongside their latest game day packs. Uh, that will also feed the whole squad. Available oh, yeah. <laughs> available for takeout or delivery. Order online at MetroDiner.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 All right, we're going to start with, you know, I'm going to start with a clip, actually. Oh, yeah? Uh, Brian May, outstanding guitarist of Queen, um, nearly died, had a heart attack. And he is uh, speaking out about that after uh, going through that whole uh, uh, plan or that whole issue. So here's a little clip of him speaking on it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And the complications that came afterwards were pretty bad. So it's been a, a big mountain to climb to get back up to strength again. But I'm, it's become my new religion, really. I just exercise. I do my cardio rehab every day. And uh, I'm getting strong. I'm going to be Iron Man soon. And apparently he had a reaction to medication. He uh, said that's actually what probably was worse for him, Preston. Yeah. That's the point where I nearly lost my life, actually. Not the heart attack, strangely enough. Yeah. You have to be so careful with the medication that they give you because it's great for the stents, it's great for the heart, but it's not very good for the rest of your body. And you can really go down. You know, I'm so grateful to be alive because a few years ago that couldn't have happened. Yeah, my dad uh, didn't have a heart attack, but he has arrhythmia, and the medication is very, very finicky, and you have to be very careful, and it can make you mm. feel horrible. Can you um, do cocaine with that stuff? No. Okay. I cannot do cocaine oh, okay. with that, as far as I know. Chuck actually just met somebody who was having a, uh, I want to say like a routine surgery. Might have been a heart surgery. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, but anyway, as he was under... He he had no idea, but he was allergic to the blood thinner. Oh wow! And w- ended up like not waking up from the surgery for a month. Was in a coma. Whoa! Geez. And then ended up losing limbs as a result. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. listen, terrible. statistically, that's you know it's an very, anomaly, very rare, yeah. but yep. that doesn't yeah. make it any less horrible if it yeah. happens to you. Uh, on Friday, Rob Zombie is going to release his first new solo single in four years. Uh, he shared the news on social media on Sunday, writing what seems to be the title, which is The Triumph of King Freak, A Crypt of Preservation and Superstition. Uh, the new song will be included in Zombie's upcoming album, the follow-up to his 2019 album, which was the Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy <laughs> Celebration Dispenser. Uh, he started working on the album in 2018 and finished it last fall. He said, I think it's the best record we've ever made. It's all It's kind of all over the place. I think the fans are going to love it. I wouldn't call it psychedelic, but it draws from all kinds of things. Some of it's heavy, some of it's trashy, some of it's pretty weird and bizarre. Uh, I didn't want any two songs on the record to resemble each other. We're trying to find a new sound for almost every track. Disturbed have released their own brand of gin, and it's called Down With The Sickness. Thick. Uh, Currently... It is only available in Germany. Hi, and I'm Matt Calper. When unexpected guests drop by, we enjoy the thickness. Uh, that is... Uh, by the way, they're only making 666, 666 bottles. 666 <laughs> bottles be for sale. Again, that's Calper. How many? 666 will be for sale. Uh, the gin takes its name from the band's platinum... Sickness. Plat- platinum single, Down With The... Sickness. Yes, it's from their debut album, The Sickness. Yes, uh, Disturbed's latest single was a cover of the lead singer of the band, The Police, 
Sting. 1993 top 20 hit, If I Ever Lose My Faith in You. Synchronicity was another album. (laughs) 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 Who was their drummer? Stuart Copeland. Yes. I I was about to hit the wrong button. And the guitar player was Andy... Summers. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to think of all that things I can throw at him. Spanx. You can buy them at CVS. (laughs) In the sartorial section. (laughs) A David Bowie tribute concert is set to stream on January 8th, the fifth anniversary of his death. And it's headed up by his Spiders from Mars keyboardist, Mike Garson. Uh, Mike Garson's Bowie celebration just for one day will feature contributions from uh, a bunch of people. Um, Def Leppard's Joe Elliott, Trent Reznor... Billy Corrigan, Perry Farrell, Bush's Gavin Rossdale, uh, Ian Asbury of the Cult, Lizzie Hale, Macy Gray, Rolling Stone sideman Brendan Fowler, Living Colors' Corey Glover, by the way, will be a part of that. Uh, real quick thing. I want to mention uh, last weekend, uh, Living Color was in town, and they were tweeting out about the Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, it was very nice to do that. Yep. That was a great injury when we, uh, we talked to... Uh, Will Calhoun? Yeah. Well, is that no, yeah, no, 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 no. It was uh, Vernon Reed. Vernon Reed. Vernon Reed. Sorry. Yeah. We talked to uh, Andy Summers. Uh, him too. Uh, so Mike Garson, who performed over 1,000 shows with Bowie, as well as his first and last U.S. appearances, said in a statement, what we're planning is an amazing show yeah. with the most talented musicians from every period of David's career, as well as phenomenal artists from many different genres. We'll hear different interpretations of David's songs, some with totally new arrangements that have never been heard before. Stay tuned. For more exciting announcements to come. Uh, tickets are on sale now at rollinglivestudios.com slash Bowie, by the way. <laughs> if you get an opportunity, uh, watch on YouTube the video for Dancing in the Streets with no music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's great. It's it hilarious. Is, yes. You'll love it. Now, what they, they've, they've, after the fact, added in all that stuff, but yep. it's just tremendously funny. The Elvis one is still my favorite, but yeah, they're, they're great. You're just hearing tons of squeaks, and it looks like someone having a seizure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and then the last story I have for you, former Guns N' Roses guitarist Gilby Clark has tapped Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six and Jane's Addiction drummer Stephen Perkins for his latest single. It's called Tightwad. So Nikki Six and Stephen are on this? That's correct, yes. And they're, uh, yeah. Uh, Clark spoke about the track. Explaining, lyrically, I was inspired by deceit, treachery, and the creative extremes people will go through to get Mm -hmm. ahead. I try to get my message through with humor, but it often hits too close to home. Maybe we should all take a closer look at ourselves and make improvements, he said. Uh, Gilby's latest solo album titled The Gospel Truth is set for release later on this year. And that's what I have for you. Awesome. is Music News. I have one last $25 gift card to give away for the Irish Horn in Richboro, PA. The food smells awesome. I haven't gotten in there to get it yet. Uh, they brought... Uh, that's a horn. Yeah. They have uh, crab beignets, uh, mini St. Patrick's burgers, cheesesteak egg rolls, shepherd's pie, Irish flag salad, wow. and bacon-wrapped pickles. What? Ooh. Color me intrigued. Sick. Yes. <laughs> Caller 15, we're going to set you up with a $25 gift card. And it's part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer uh, Thursday Night Home Gate kickoff. You can visit WMMR.com slash Bud Light to enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the press and Steve Show. And the Irish Horn is one of the great restaurants uh, partnered with Bud Light and this event. And the Irish Horn has spacious and safe indoor and outdoor dining 
Uh, the Horn is the place to be for Thursday night football. So 15th caller, you're taken care of. We're going to break. Come back in a second. Wrap it up. Letter of the day, word of the week prize. See what Pierre's got going on. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Benefiting Phil Abundance. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Starting Monday, November 16th, the gang will be camping out for an entire week at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. The dates aren't the only thing different about this year. The show will still go on inside the Beanboat Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But we can't have a studio audience. We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both online at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations can be accepted on site via our trunk-to-truck drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Campout is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, Whitehorse RV Center, Cinch Propane Home Delivery, TRG Mid-Atlantic, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. We should uh, thank everybody for being a part of the program. I'd like to uh, thank the town of Pudqueef <laughs> for uh, being a part of today's show as well. Uh, but most importantly, thank you to Stacy Keats for being on. Uh, very nice guy, legendary actor, promoting uh, Sammy One Lie, Sammy No Lie, sorry, and other stories by Alexander Sipkin, translated by Paul Lazarus. And those are available. And there's a lot of other people that are reading these stories i assume it's like a an audiobook of sorts uh and you can get it at sipkin's store oh i'm sorry your mic's not, not a sorry. problem sorry about that i was uh, too busy ordering sipkin blipkin uh sipkinstories.com uh, uh which sipkin is spelled t s y p k i n it actually seems interesting so yeah. you know listen if you're looking for something a little bit more eclectic mm-hmm. check it out uh and also thank you very much uh to our friends at the irish horn uh, from Richboro, PA, for being by this morning and stopping off some fantastic food. They deliver everything you'll need, by the way, to kick off your at-home football weekend in style if you're the winner of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night Home Gate kickoff. Uh, set a custom WMMR Bud Light Platinum set Seltzer uh, pint glasses and a gift card to a local restaurant like the Irish Horn. And if you want to try to win, visit WMMR.com slash Bud Light and you can enter. And maybe a member of the President Steve Show will safely deliver the Homegate prize pack to your residence. I'm doing and, tomorrow's. I think Casey, you did last <clears throat> week's, and uh, Marissa's done a few as well. They're really fun. It's a great prize. Uh, I'm really glad we're doing this this fall because we're, we're trying to figure out cool ways to deliver cool prizes like this one. And so I'll be delivering mine to Quaker Town tomorrow night. So cool. it's, it's really fun. And by the way, that seltzer's 8%. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's got a bit of a... <laughs> Why did I think it was less? That's got a kick to it. I've never really, I haven't, I haven't tried seltzers in general, so I don't know what their standard wee doggy alcohol level is. Uh, so, but eight uh, percent, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I think that's all the thank yous, Pierre Robert. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'll be happy to deliver if you if you need another delivery. Ah, bud. Would you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not an official member of your show, but you're I, a yes, member. you are. I'm an honorary you're member. Me, you're maybe. our Pete Best. God bless. <laughs> They had to kick you out, but oh, still, you know. I'm your Pete Best. <laughs> That's the, the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> I, I, I am almost moved to tears. Oh, oh man, wow. how you doing today, man? Fine, cool. Um, it's it's you know it's it's um, a strange day, but it's a strange year. Yeah. So life is Agreed. good. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. As long as you're standing upright and able to move along and That's it. sing your song. And- 
whatever other crappy axioms there are. I think it's time to break into a song. This in the musical would be, it's been a strange year, and then da 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 strange year, strange year, it's been a strange year. That's right, that's right, that's right. That kind of thing. Good, we just got some more audio. Thank you. we haven't had that in a while. I would have joined you, but you got all the parts covered. Yeah. Well, I was trying to do the male, female, and chorus parts. Right. Uh, where they kick in and then the dancers come in and they're all strange and everyone's strange and then the audience is kind of rotating back and forth in the theater and it's a beautiful thing. But you have, to, you have to step, you know, to the to the stage. It's been a strange year. That's right. Yes, right. the Broadway presentation. Right. I, I I did it more uh, more dramatically. And then you got to sing like Anne Margaret right. and yep. we are strange. <laughs> That's a sound bite. (laughs) Yeah, I just gave ourselves one. All right, uh, you ready to do the letter? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter S as in station. Fair enough. We're on one. We're going to give away the Tom Petty Wildflowers and All the Rest Super Deluxe Edition uh, on Friday. It's a five-CD limited edition set featuring 70 tracks, nine unreleased songs, a hardbound book, and so much more. It's available now from Warner Brothers, plus a $100 gift card to the Woodstock Trading Company for the finest rock and roll memorabilia, concert posters, T-shirts, psychedelic art, and more. You can visit the Woodstock Trading Company on Route 70 in Cherry Hill or Woodstock Trade Co. Dot com. Probably get some great Christmas gifts right there. It's not too early to start on Yeah, that. good idea. Uh, so what's up on your program? Well, I thank you for asking. We'll have Workforce Blocks of Yes and Metallica and Neil Young plus the vinyl cut today. All right. We shall enjoy. I want to thank our sponsors. Best and Steve shows brought today by hers, Philly's favorite chip since 1946. Also brought to you by Duncan, uh, the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Tomorrow on our show, uh, one of our favorites, Adam Ferrara. Oh. Is, gonna be t- is he talking comedy or TV? Or, comedy. You know, is he coming to town? He's coming to town. Right, excellent. So we'll, uh, why, thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll talk to him tomorrow and get all that information, and we'll have a good time. I guarantee you that. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Hey, mother shoobies. It's time to give us our cities down the shore back. You've had enough time there. Next message. Well, I think you guys introduced something new to the show. Kathy's squirrel activities. Love you guys. Next message. Hey, asshole, getting on to the blue route. Are you kidding me? You go from the entrance lane to the far left lane in one foul swoop. No turn signal, nothing. And then you want to give me because I put my high beams on you? I was going 80, Ed. You were going 50. You, dude. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.